Vino and Rich. Vino's brilliant. Said no one ever. Best of the week. Dude, you're the worst. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Yeah! Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Cavino <laughs> and Rich, best of the week. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Only on Faction Talk 103. I am not proud about what I'm about to tell you. I mean. At all. Is this a duty time tale? No, it's not. Are you sure? Nah, yeah, no need. All right. Okay. But it's a two-part doozy in regards to my bathroom habits to try to see if I'm the only guy or try to relate. And I'm sure we may have discussed this in the past, but. It's been years, so I don't know. I was watching a terrible show that I'm ashamed to say I watched this weekend called Love is Blind. Love is Blind, yeah. You going to watch this spot or no? I feel like it's past. Like, I, eh, maybe. It's maybe, interesting, maybe I but... I eventually caved in and watched The Circle. Yeah. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Just But it, you're going to hate yourself for watching. The only reason I'll watch it is just to be in the conversation. <laughs> you know what? I don't, I don't even know. Nothing if, more. I don't, I don't even know if it's worth it, though. It's fine. <laughs> really? I mean, I watched it, and the circle, at least I got a kick out of with Shuby and Joey and all the, you know, interesting characters. This is like the, this you know, I think the minute you, the minute you realize who's teamed up with each other, you could pretty much guess, like, all right, they're going to make it. They're not. They're not. They're not. They might make it. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as fascinated by it. It was good. You know, I, I just had to see what the intrigue was all about, and finding something to watch with Jordan could take, like, hours. So, you know, she brought it up. I'm like, all right, fine. Let's just let's do it. Let's give it a go. So I, I sort of, like, ripped off the Band-Aid and was like, all right, let's watch. See what all the fuss is about. Now, in one of the, one of the important parts of the show, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to take a pee mm -hmm. but i didn't want to pause it so i got caught doing something kind of sneaky <laughs> what wanted to do so i walk into the bathroom and i try to keep all the doors open so that i don't have to pause it and i can still see and hear what's going on the only way i could do that is if i pee sitting down and that is the worst woman move of all time <laughs> what? but but i leave the lights off because if i go in there right and yeah. i turn the fan on yeah and then I'm and then I'm shooting into the bowl. Yeah. It's a real manly stream I got. Okay. I can't hear anything. Right? You follow me? You I got a real manly flow. It's like emptying a a, a vitamin water. It's like a like a fire hose. You you know? that, you that, I it's mean, like emptying a Gatorade bottle into the into the toilet. Yeah. You think that with the fan I can still hear what's going on? I can't. So if you put the fan on yeah, with the stream. Yeah, no way you're I'm hearing I'm not going to hear what's happening, you know, on the TV. And I didn't want to pause it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Spot really farted. That was a real sound effect. That's about right. Where was that? So... I sneakily left the light off. Yeah. Now, where did Jordan think you were going? I don't know. I just got up. Then she, like a little pain in my ass, right? She comes, like, like sticking her head in <laughs> just to see. And she caught me on the fucking, like, like I got so nervous. I was like, oh! She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. Oh! Right? And I'm like, I tried to explain to her, and she was like so... 
like offended. Like you I lost all. Down? Like she wanted my man card back. She's like, she was like so hurt. Like what kind of like, what kind of girly what man are am I with? Yeah. And she didn't see me. She saw me like get up real quick. You know, like because I was just like mortified. They're like, why are you following me? Watch the show. <laughs> so she so called nosy. me in my yeah. She just got all nosy, and she called me in my natural like uh, sneak natural mode, habitat. my natural habitat. I was just trying to sneak one in while the show was on, and I could still pay attention. And I tried to explain to her, but she wasn't having it at all. And I was oh, I was trying to let her know that look, I'm not look. It's not the everyday thing. It's not what I do. You know, it happens every once in a while. I was thinking the lazy man's pee. I was trying to trying to improvise here. Any thoughts on this to sort of make me feel better about it or no? It's not something you would do? It, no, that's why you got to pull the Rich Davis and pause TV a million times. Wow. Or you couldn't just... Yeah, so, but then I look. I didn't want to. I got a then question. Then I'm peeing on the seat, and you know, how like this long, is much easier. How long were you? Pee- how long does it take you to take a piss? I mean, it was a real manly pee. I was drinking Trulies. <laughs> <laughs> this must. Be, might, this might have been the most, the least masculine pee I ever had. Huh. <laughs> I think when you. I think when you drink. Uh, White Claw or Truly, you have to pee sitting down. <laughs> I think that's yeah. maybe that was it. My instincts kicked it. in. Did you have to like tuck it back? Oh man, but I got caught. That's the thing. I got caught. So it was like a real embarrassing. Oh, there you are. Now she looks the- at me. Now she's like, "Are you standing?" And I'm like, "You better believe I am." But, real manly piss I'm taking right but now. Would she all- now I have to like overcompensate my manly pee. Was she all? You bring in, you bring in like an extra thing of water, and you dump it in the toilet to make <laughs> yeah. it sound like still she, peeing, uh, and I let out a real me- manly fart. Uh, I fart like the Enterprise uh, guy. Yeah, like no, like that guy uh, who farted for eleven seconds. Oh, uh-huh. uh, the Enterprise driver. Was she all snuggled on the couch, and you thought, well, she's not gonna get up? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. She had a blanket on. She had to fucking be all nosy. Yeah, just being a man in here, taking my manly piss. How do you like that? Now wait. So she's more impressed by mid mid episode. I feel like she's she she lost respect for me over the weekend. Mid episode, you <laughs> decide to get up. Yeah. Run to the bathroom. Yep. If I, people are just joining us, yeah, keep I'm so the, embarrassed. Keep I'm embarrassed do- to admit it. Keep but the, the door of the bathroom open. Yeah. So that you could still hear the show you're watching. Yeah. Jordan keeps the show going, but she sneaks in. Yeah, like she yeah she pulled the nosy routine, but it was dark, so she because I had the lights out, so she probably was thinking like what is he doing? What's he doing? The 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 fan's not on. Like, what's he doing? You know, there you are, tucking your Johnson. Yeah, peeing against the yeah, side. So peeing against the porcelain. Yeah, that that happened, and then did you like when she came in? Did you like then I got did caught. you put your two hands over your jammy? Like no, <laughs> like, no. Why, why? She's like I'm telling everybody. I'm like you wouldn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> but what? What? Pos- <laughs> I'm telling everybody. Like, show I'm like, us- everybody does no. this. No, they don't. Show us the position. I've never done that. Show What's wrong the- with you? Show us the position you got caught in now. Oh. Like pulling up. Like oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was finished. I had just finished. <laughs> I had like just finished. I like pulling up, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Nothing." You got up. You just Leave. got up and walked away like a like yeah, a man taking a shit in a movie. And then like the re- for the rest of the weekend, she's like, "Are you standing?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> So that was weird. I d- but then something else happened. I got caught again. Hold on. Doing something else. Time out. I got caught twice. Before we hear the second half. <laughs> you were watching Love is Blind? Yeah. While it wasn't Trulies. like you were watching The Outsider, which is, which which is, fantastic. is really great so far. And yeah. a minute going by, you were going to miss an entire plot line? Was it really that much that you could have just, you <laughs> just left it going, got in the bathroom, shut the door, peed, walked out, washed your hands for 20 seconds, and then gone back, you wouldn't have missed anything. Jordan's a stickler for like 
That's not what happened. Like, she's a stickler for this, so let me say that I did pause it. But in my mind, it was still on. So my instinct was to sit down. I was That's already mid-pee. Worse. Yeah, I know. I pa- The truth is I paused it. But the real reason is because I didn't want to miss anything, but I, I then realized, well, I paused it. Fuck. So she caught me. Pete's so- sitting down with the lights off with the door open. Yeah. So I didn't think she was going to get up. Man. And then come and spy on me like a nosy little thing. I feel like she loves to catch it. Yeah, yeah. Ha! So here's the other thing that happened. By the way, you're she's right. She's very what are... uh, inquisitive. She's like living with Columbo. <laughs> you know, like she's always in my business and asking me questions like, why do you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. So Peter Falk, here's what happened. So here's part two. One more thing. Part Just two. Just one more thing. <laughs> and I want to know if I'm the only guy. I can't be the only guy. <laughs> so I walk out of the bathroom. <laughs> Why do you call it bathroom? I don't know. I walk out of the bathroom and my watch is in my pocket like this. This is Just dangling out my pocket. Thing. Just one more thing. Just one more thing. Like this spot. My watch is like, why is your watch in your pocket? So wait, you walk out of the toilet? Yeah. And my watch is in my pocket. So you're... Your Just like hanging your, my, my Apple Watch. Apple Watch, my yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, why, why do you take it off to go to the bathroom? And I'm like, so now I'm like, uh, like what am I going to say? I don't know the, the answer. Truth? I don't know the answer either. Right, right. Why the fuck would you? So I'm like, well, now I have no other yeah. sort of option but then to tell you something you're not going to want to hear right now. Wait, I'm... You're equally also, curious. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, Spot, are you equally curious? Why so I go, he, all right, well, do you really want to know? This. She's like, yeah. I said, well, when I go to the bathroom, because I don't like talking about my shit habits, you know? I don't. Especially when there's an engineer here uh, listening. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Um, and when I'm on national radio, or to anybody. Yeah. But, you know, we have to be honest. I say, you know, I really get into it. She's like, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm like, because this is like a 20, 30 minute thing. I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I don't shit like out minutes. little fucking loaves of, of muffins like Rich does. No, they're, they're, no, they're right. cruffins. Oh, cruffins. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> abrasive. <laughs> they got spirals. So I get into it. <laughs> All right, they're cruffins. She goes, yeah, and I'm like, well, I take my shirt off, and what? this time I just took my shirt and my watch off. Yeah, no. Yeah. You, and she's like, you do. You do what? I'm like, I'm not the only one. I said a lot of guys Wait, take their shirt off. You take I was like, your- I'm pretty sure Spot does. I- oh. <laughs> and I- she goes, hold up, now, she goes, whoa, nobody whoa, whoa, does whoa, whoa, whoa. this. She's like, what you is wrong You take your shirt off no, no, while no, no, you go no, to the no, bathroom. No. Yeah, I do, I do. Hey, bro. Yeah. You yeah. me? Yeah. Bro. And I like, and I rub it. Doesn't like, make it right. I do this too. Like, I like, I like push it down. Kavino and I have very similar, uh, very similar shitting habits. Sometimes I rub my nipples. Just, spend- so like, just to massage it out. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Come on, guy. Let's do this. You know, I just, I get into it. So this time, I just, I took the shirt off. You know, I'm like, the watch was annoying me. I had to really, like, get into it. I just put it in my you know pocket. What, you know why I find, you know why sometimes they take the watch off? Because then when you're reaching around for your butt cheek, it gets in the way. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, my instinct was just like, I'm getting into this one, you know. When you're positioning your butt cheek I on even had, like, I, like, one, like, the pants were only on, like, one leg, I think. You know, like, because I really needed to spread one out. When I'm at home, home, this is just home, okay? When I'm here or out in public, it's a different story. When I'm at home, completely naked. 
See that? Everything comes off. See that? I got my take, shirt. My shirt comes off. My, I don't know why. Un, my pants. I can't tell if you. If I'm why. wearing them, the only thing I'll leave on is my socks. My instinct. My pants and my underwear. Yeah. All completely comes off. Out, comes out much better that in way. a pile, next next to where I am. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's my instinct. It's like, do you lay like, out uh, your clothes? Like, what, no, like no, 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 no. The no, shirt no. comes off, and I like sort I'll of place the push shirt it out. Like I, ru- I push my belly down. I'm like, what this do you Got to get this bad boy out. That's weird. You push your belly? That I don't do. Yeah, I'm like, I'll place like, the shirt. Like rub it out on the um on the counter, the sink counter. Is that wet a little bit? No. What? Uh, no one's a little splash. It's like not like I'm in a public. Why bathroom. do you do that? I'm no like, been in there. I don't know. I'm like, why do you have to make me feel weird about it? She's like, because nobody does this. That's I'm like, that's not true. I'm like, I'm not the only guy. There's no fucking way. I mean, you took the fucking watch off to take a shit. That's a little strange. I, took, I take. I was taking off everything. Yeah. Yeah. Completely naked. Yeah. It's not weird. And I couldn't explain it. You know? Well, he, still. Guess I'm getting into it. Yeah. That's it. And that's my story. That's amazing. It. That's it. So I got caught though. The real part of part it's of it is like about... when you have an inquisitive like partners, like they're a little pain in the ass. But that's really what it comes down to. Like, hey, let me be. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Like she calls me out on my my weird things sometimes. I'm like, yeah. That's not weird. How about you leave me alone? Kristen knows about it. She you knows take about your my shirt habit. off. Yeah, he I does. Go. Lindsay do. Ontario, he does. It's the I, only time I take my shirt off. In fact, I go in the guest room, shut the door to the guest room. I leave the bathroom door open in the guest room. I take my clothes off, leave them just outside the bathroom door, lay my shirt out on the sink, and I really go at it, bro. Nobody takes their shirt off. You're batshit crazy. That's from San Jose. You go at it. Almost every time. Almost every time. Oh, man. Almost every time, unless, of course, um, like at the public workplace usually then i just take my oh do you do it here too i hang no i said it's it's a completely different method so in in here sometimes though if i know i'm in for the long haul at work i'll remove one shoe and then i'll remove one pant leg so my legs can spread out wider yeah it was one of those it was one of those for me because you need you need to open up you can't have your legs confined by your jeans. Like, what are you doing? You in need there? to spread open your legs and get some room in I'm there. Like, I'm taking my time is what I'm doing. What the fuck is wrong with you two? You guys Sometimes get naked you, to take a shit. Com- I mean, really, you know that's Oxnard. Com- it's you know about I comfort. Happens? I think it's comfort, but it's also my instinct to take the shirt and like cover the the bottom so no one can peek in too. Because <laughs> sometimes I throw it in front of the door. I've done just that. So, yeah, just. Oh, to- you throw your shirt on the bathroom floor? <laughs> yeah, what do you think I do with it? No, I put my pants. You put it down. back on after? Yeah, my pants. After it's on. been laying on the bathroom floor. Sometimes, yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. What's wrong with that? Ugh. Clean my clean my house. Yeah. What do you live in? Bathroom floors. Like the dirtiest Roomba. room in the place. Johnny Roomba. I got a yeah, Roomba. Yeah. Yeah. Roomba. That's a, just a bathroom Roomba. floor is like a, hey, probably the grossest floor in the house. You never clean your bathroom floor. You think the bathroom floor in your bathroom is cleaner than any other place? My wife steam mops that shit. Drew Max says you guys are effing odd. You disrobe to use the bathroom. The answer is yes. yes. I don't know why. Uh, I feel comfortable saying it because I know Spot. We we've talked about this in the past. Um, we can't be the only two guys. So that's it. Oxnard says, what the F is wrong with you two? You get naked to take a shit? Why? I mean, really, why? I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. What am I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like in the wild? Do you, uh, do you like, I don't know. Do you feel like, uh, like like an animal? I feel like it's part of the process. (laughs) Trust the process. Okay. I trust the process. I don't know what it is. That's it. So the end. That's my story. Some people say, my, my story isn't about opening up. My story is about getting caught. Now, there's two mindsets I a, here. I have a question, There's though. two mindsets here. Spot and Camino are psychopaths. That's D- no. DJ in Kansas. But oh, then yeah. you got guys like Rob's in Louisiana. 
who says thank you. I'm 100% behind Spot and Kavino. I have a question Now for I don't you. feel so weird. It's my weird instinct. I have a question for, question for you shirt wearers. What happens when you stand up? What if it falls down and gets in a little duty on it? What if you have duty re- on the top of your asshole? <laughs> on the top of your ass crack? That's where your duty goes? Because yeah. I'm, I'm also, oh, let's, let's not go down this path. I'm also a stand wiper. A hover. <laughs> Well, right. Imagine, well, you, that, imagine I, you get I caught doing that. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who those weirdos are that are like what? put their hands underneath while they're sitting. That's yeah. an odd thing. I'm like a hover. I'm like a halfway up. I guess, yeah, it's like wow. a it's a hover you squat. Hover. Yeah, it's a hover you, squat. It's a wipe. Hover, why do you think I have such great uh, calves and thighs? You hover squat. You don't stand up. Like I mean, it's like. You're like half to no, three I know what he's saying. There. I'm with you, Archie. Well, you're anyway, saying some people. Some because people, you can't. Like up. Your back is arched. You some can, people. Yeah, you can't go fully uh, up because if you go fully up, the cheeks close, uh-huh. and then you're smearing all the shit in there. You got to still stick your ass out. Why is your shit like touching the walls? You're of in your like cheeks? a chair pose. <laughs> like <laughs> you're in like a chair. It doesn't just come out. The point is, no. don't get caught oh, doing these messy. very personal things. Yeah, they get messy duties. Ugh. That's the thing. Don't get caught. Everybody has their weird things. You don't want them exposed. Out of the blue like this. So Jordan was sort of mortified. She's like, wow. what are you doing? So that was it. That was my story. Getting caught in your weird behaviors. Hey, Rich, up top for being lemony fresh. Yep. Up top, Qu- buddy. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. Oh, quite so you- the opposite. <laughs> Don't you nair your asshole? Me? Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Quite the opposite. Jim Norton does this as well, and he's an effing weirdo. Agreed. So maybe I should rethink this, Rome, New York. Also, too, I don't know how it started, but it's been as for as long as I could remember. When you're, it's little- like, yeah, it's like really like, like I'm I'm letting loose right now. This is this is it's go time. I have let's a question. Go. It's like a, like, a, like you're about to rumble for sure. You know, like shirts off. Let's go. Fuck this for your for the. You shirt. know when people fight, they take their chain off. Their fa- like yeah. like mamitas take their earrings off. <clears throat> like this is go time. Shirts off. Let's go. I have I have a question too, Rich for you and Archie. Mm-hmm. Do you where do you, do you leave your shirt down or do you like pull it up around like your midsection and kind of hold it there? How does that work? No, 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 spot. I just find you guys strange. I don't even know how to answer your. We questions. don't. Ha- hey, it's not where about. You, no, it's not about. Like, so you, the, the okay, point so, is getting caught. So you don't all. take your shirt off when you take a shit, right? So you sit down. Is yeah. it like how do you pull it up? Or does it just up sit a little there? bit, I suppose? Yeah, maybe pulled up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, hike it up. A bit. Hike, yeah, hike, hike it up. Hike, hike it up. Hike it up. By the way, uh, to tie it into a story I saw on, uh, I think, Facebook. Do you guys see how, I mean, I know the story. It's a couple months old, but Mr. Rogers' wife said that Fred Rogers was famous for ripping hilarious farts at just the right time. That was what he was known for in his circle of friends. Yeah. <laughs> if she felt awkward, he would do it to make her laugh. This is actual audio, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> oh, Fred. That story surfaced when the movie was coming out. Yeah. Fred. Mr. Rogers. Fred. He knew he knew just when to set the mood right spot. Fred. Good for him. Good for Fred. <laughs> he, would smi- he would smile, raise one cheek, look at me, smile, and let her rip. What a guy. What a guy. Thanks, what neighbor. Guy. I've been known to do that. Hey, speaking of things that most people don't ever talk about, Spy had a funny meme that is so true. So we'll end our, our stupid story with this meme that Spot read I have to give this credit morning. to someone. And it involves Ben Nelson. It's a beautiful day in this Mr. Rogers would also attend a lot of events, and a lot of those conferences would be snooze fest. So anytime Fred thought an event was... Boring. He would turn to his wife, smile, hey, and honey. she knew that was the indicator. 
that he was just going to let out a fart. Honey, I want to tell you a secret. Lean in. I'm going to fart right now. <laughs> just like you. I've always wanted to live in you a smell neighborhood. That? That's <laughs> you. He definitely took a shirt off. That's pain. That guy took his shoes off. Of and it's today. Since we're together, honey, we well I want to tell you something. I know you're bored, but I got to tell you something. Lean in. <laughs> no, closer. Yeah, no, closer. Known for his kindness and farts, what Mr. Rogers. Fails? Take a listen. <laughs> That's for you. So, Spot, most people don't talk about their uh, taking off of shirts while dropping a deuce. Right. So, uh, what else don't people ever talk about but could totally relate to? Men? Yes. Uh, itching for a scratch? Itching for a scratch. Scratching their balls. There's a funny meme that Spot found. And we'll end it on this. You want me to read it? Yeah, read it. I was going to let you read it. Oh, I don't care. We never really scratch our balls as men. It's more of a pinch the skin <laughs> and twist technique that no one ever teaches us. We all just figure it out on our own, but no one ever talks about it until today. That's right. Yeah, it's more of a... We're breaking the streak right now. Yeah, no one ever. You never scratch your balls. No, it's kind that of that phrase is inaccurate. A pinch to skin. Yeah, twist technique. It's not, so you're not like you know how you like like let's say you have an itch on your arm. You're taking your whole hand and you're scratching and you're scratching like all your fingers are scratching across it with your nails. Yeah, when your balls itch, you're not reaching your hand down there and scratching it with all four fingers or five. No, fingers. No, you're almost pinching your balls you're and pinching rotating and it. twisting. You know, who's, you know who's the best at that? Like little kids wearing sweatpants. <laughs> Like little <laughs> kids who can't stop playing with their dinky. Oh. I don't think they're itching though. I think they're just no. Nah, like with little their dinky. little boys are always doing the little pinch to skin twist technique. Like yep. Itch. But you know what? The reason we bring that up is uh, I wanted to be the first on a national platform mm-hmm. to bring this fact up because no one ever talks about it until today. Brandon, history was made. The end. Brandon in Minneapolis wants to know: Are you guys like butters in South Park? Who sits backwards on the toilet so he could use a tank to color while he's in there? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Sometimes I'll... That's funny. That's really You funny. know how people have shower beers? I have um, coffee... Was it? Coffee? No. Shower beers. Coffee. No. Shitting coffees. So sometimes if I, if I, have, mi- I have minimal time, like I'll usually have a coffee before I have to go to yoga or something, but I have to take a shit before I go. I'll sit in there and I take the you know how everyone has a little waste basket in the toilet? Yeah. By the toilet in the bathroom, whatever. Yeah. I'll flip that over and I'll bring in my little coffee cup and I'll rest it on there. And it's my little tape my little table as I'm taking a shit. That is that's weird. Genius. I thought you were gonna play the bongos with it. Genius. Wow. That's so I'll sit there, I'll sip my coffee. Do you hear this? Do you hear that? Did you hear this? How do you not acknowledge that? Uh, because you guys are all All I'm saying is I take my shirt off. This guy's saying- This guy's having a tea party. You're in there for a fucking half hour. This guy's having- You got to pass the time. He's having a tea party. How long are you in there? Uh, I'm usually in there no, for- No, like a good realistically, f- three minutes? Like 20 no, minutes. Fif- like 15. 20 15. 20 minutes. Max, like 15. 15, 20. What are you doing that whole time? Scrolling for memes. Rubbing like, my belly. Why? Playing games. Some, um, pe- some people live that life. Yeah, it's a different life. Minnesota- Says Jim Norton also edges and gets dick ingen- injections. Yeah, yep. he's weird as f. Juan in Minnesota. Is that true? What know. is edging? First of all, I don't even know what that is. Really. Edging is when you uh, you masturbate to the yeah. almost the point of completion, yeah. and then you stop, mm-hmm. and then you like recover a bit, and then you do it again, and you stop. I can't do it. 
and you recover a bit, and you do it again. You nope. stop. I can't do it. It's it's coming to the edge before you jizz. Nope. It's supposed uh, to like it builds up the dick injections. Is that true? Does he talk about that? I don't know. Wow. By the way, I don't know. listen to this. Bill hit us up yeah. from Long Island, and he said a guy in his office strips down to his socks, and you could see that he hangs all his clothes over the stall at work. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> 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 I will admit, I strategically place my hoodie because I wear a hoodie every day. Yeah, I strategically place it over the crack in of between course. of the door. That's standard. Yeah, that's how that's how you do it. Because some some I don't know who develops stalls, uh, but there's know. no continuity between stall companies or creations of stalls because some have a itty little bitty crack, some have a massive crack where you if you're standing at the sink, you can see directly into someone taking a shit. Like you see exactly. them in there, you see Rich in there cupping his balls. You do, you do. I've seen it. All right. So again, I, I didn't want to make it about sorry taking a shit. I just wanted to make it about like getting caught, and I got caught doing my weird things. <clears throat> I had some ex- explaining to do this weekend. Twice. They say it happens in threes, so I don't know what I'm gonna get caught doing Uh-oh. next. Only one more thing left. Yeah. What weird thing is she gonna catch next? Yeah, man, Spot. I every every story you tell, she's gonna catch me sticking my dirty hand in the cereal box. Every story. What are you doing? Are you picking the marshmallows <laughs> out of the cereal? No, <laughs> no. I'm telling everybody. You want to? and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. Throwback Thursday. Love you beat Ill and Run DMC, and who's the illest right now? My man right here. If it, if, it wasn't the, uh, if it wasn't the coronavirus rage of 2020, I'd give him a big hug right now. I'll give him the Wuhan shake. Wuhan shake. I give, you know what I'm giving Walton? Vato, I call them Vato nods. Like, hey. Vato nods. I'll take Vato nods. Like, like Bob from La Bamba? He's like, hey. Yeah, I like that. Hey, yeah. Richie. Yeah, hey. Oh, hey. hey. What's up? Hey. Let's welcome for the first time a familiar face, Walton Goggins. Hey. What's up, y'all? Hey, listen, we're big fans of what you do, man, so it's pretty cool to have you here. Thank you, man. On a Thank very you very much. The invitation. Day. It's so. Is it the weirdest fucking day ever? Fucking weird, <laughs> dude. It's it look, so fucking weird. We already <laughs> thought you were super cool, but now you're even cooler because you came in on a day where you could have easily said, "You know what? I'm good." It's a, if it. there's ever been a day to cancel, can't do it. Today yeah. would have been the day. You yeah, I've got this it. like like uh, uh, protective skin <laughs> on underneath all of my jeans, and you guys just uh, don't know it, dude. Yeah, hey, it's we're, crazy. We're no, it is. It's crazy. So and, weird. And, and like uh, my my son, I just got back, man. I was up in Canada. Yeah, working. So I. Saw all of this like kind of coming, right? You know, like from a distance, it was like minus 27 degrees. Nothing can exist in minus 27, yeah. it kills you know, everything. It's, funny. it's right? so annoying, too, because you know, this show is national, so we're talking about international, how this is spreading. international yeah. radio show, right? Yeah, don't sell you, don't sell yourself. Come on, man. Yeah. International. international, right? Orale, vatos locos for the Mexicans. <laughs> I'm, that's why I give vato nuts. So, we're an international radio show, and all the feedback that is like, you know, from Canada is like, you guys are a bunch of pussies, eh? It's like, yeah, you're in a fucking igloo in like Saskatchewan. Right. Relax. Of course, you don't oh care. God, mate. We're here in LA right now. Uh, yeah. People are panicking. Yeah. People are buying toilet paper like, like their yeah, life depends on. What do you think on. that's all about? Because we're like, you know, are people concerned about massive shits they plan on taking if this goes bad? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Maybe there's something that the CDC's not telling people about just like, like uh, anal leaking or right. something. Like, oh. 
a weird thing. No, it's thing. weird, maybe, because I, I didn't hear that. Like, I just kind of got back, like, literally right. two days ago. Oh, wow, I just yeah. found out that there was a run on People toilet paper. And about thank it. God we're stocked, actually. Hey, do you oh, feel God. bad for your, for your not? You have a nine-year-old son, right? The, the Goggins well, you know Costco what? I mean, run well, really paid off. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> no, I, he just, I just got back on Monday, and then Tuesday we had the coolest day. I kept him out of school just to fucking hang out. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. wanted to hang out. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. And, uh, and then Tuesday night, Eating at El Compadre, my favorite Mexican restaurant, we got the <laughs> notification that uh, school's canceled. School's canceled. For a month. And I feel bad because kids get scared, right? Well, kids, yeah. Yeah, but he's- He's I cool. Don't know, our, he's just he's happy. He's cool. Yeah, and it's, you know what, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's obviously, this is a burden on a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. And, and, but, but for me, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm off work and I get a chance to hang out with my kid for a month and participate in his education. Like that's Th- fucking that's cool, awesome, man. Like, that's, I, I will that's say, all right. a that lot has, of people. That's a benefit for you know, sure. That, the, there's you know pros and cons of traveling and doing the things you do for work, but when yeah. you have those little pockets where you have a time to breathe, yeah, it's actually a good time for that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, and I, I you know, I Lord knows, I, I don't like a silver lining. Uh, you know, people are people are dying, and mm-hmm. this is a very, very, very dangerous, very tumultuous time. But but on some level, we are all communicating as as a world. You know, we're seeing this mm-hmm. from a bird's eye view all of a sudden, and um. And maybe there is something beautiful on the other side of this. I, I, at least you can hope. Yeah, I don't right. Know. Yeah. Now, I don't want to talk all about the coronavirus. but It's hard to ignore, but, though. Yeah. Right? But last night, yeah. there was like a half-hour window. We were hanging out. We also do a TV show at ESPN at night. So we're, yeah. we're sitting there in the newsroom. And within a half hour, like Tom Hanks says he has coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. The president speaks. And then the NBA season is suspended. We're looking at each other like, you know, this is a very weird time. It's a weird time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to to make of it, really. Like, like how do you, how do you keep your sanity? I, mean, I don't and, and know. Just like, like then, so what is a boring? And maybe that's going to be a boring day. Like, like right. Yeah. In a, in we, a, need a, to, we need to, we need to go pray with know, Baby man. Billy, man. Um, yes, you do. <sighs> baby Everybody Billy. Everybody needs the good book. Yep, yep, baby yep. Baby Billy. By the way, you and you and Danny McBride together. Whether it be vice principals or gemstones, what a great combo you are! Have you found your yeah. uh, soulmate? <laughs> you know what? He is a he is a soulmate. Yeah, tell us sure. that story. How did this friendship blossom? How did that begin? You know, I, I mean, I've been a fan of his for so long, and and David Gordon Green and, and Jody Hill, and um, and and what these guys have created, kind of going all the way back to Foot Fist Way, and I've known David um, through like the independent film world for a long time. Okay, and uh, and we got a lot of friends in common. Um, but we met uh, when he was doing uh, like the end of the world or whatever. In this New is Orleans. the end. Was, yeah, this yeah. is the end, yeah. right? And I was doing uh, Django, and so we kind of hung out a little bit, you know, in uh, in New Orleans. But then really met through a really good uh, friend of ours, uh, Sam Rockwell and Leslie Bibb, his wife, and uh, and then we kind of hung out. And I just and I went in and read for him for uh, um, his first show. Uh, and you hit it off like it down. that. Yeah, he spent it down. And, no, it I went in for like like season four. Or whatever, oh, okay. And uh, and I didn't get the role, but but we had a really good time. And um and then and then I got the call when I was doing the hateful eight to come in and kind of just uh, come play. You know, I got the offer for vice principal. By the way, guys, do you hear this? The hateful eight. Django. Django. Yeah, let's not let's I mean, not the downplay. List goes on and on. All the TV shows you've been a part of. Let's not downplay the acting chops right. of Walton Goggins oh, on the serious side of things because you know since you're such a funny guy. Uh, I always think that, like, maybe do you, do you not get enough credit for the serious stuff because the funny <laughs> things are really hitting home? You know, you know, I've only been, and I've only, I was only known really kind of for drama for so very long, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden I kind of find myself in this, like, like <laughs> comedian world, world, and that's not my thing. Right, like, that's right. really not my thing. Like, I don't know what's funny or what's not funny. I just know that if you, you know, situationally kind of come from a place of truth, that life, it, more often than not, is absurd. And uh, and if you can connect with people on that level, regardless of how 
broad or how simple it is, then, uh, you know, you'll, you'll find the humor in it. Let, let's talk about this, too, how you've opened yourself up to new relationships and friendships and things like that, because I'm sure that helps you in your career. Because we used to have this theory that you, you hit a certain age, and it's kind of hard to make new friends. Like do you real guys friends. find that? But do you find that for real? Okay, that's really interesting. Go Sometimes, because you do, right? You establish your circle. I mean, you, it doesn't mean you can't, can't be friendly with other people and have acquaintances. Well, and how do you do? Like my wife and I decided that. Uh, but you we, have. We, to. we have a, a three-year-old daughter, and we have a, a month-old son, and we're like, we're gonna be friends with probably some parents of another kid that we don't know yet. So we, yeah. but we how close? Make new as friends? close as your yeah, OG you, original you absolutely friends? will. I don't know. Maybe, do, you know do we what? have vacation no, no, no. friends we don't know this. yet? I'll say closer. I'll say closer. Really? Yeah. But I, You've but, gotten you know, to that point? Oh, yeah. yeah. I have yeah. not. Just, I mean, just as, okay, just as close. Let's say that, wow, right? Wow. I mean, but I don't know. I, I, my philosophy is I, I don't, I never meet a stranger, man. Right. You know, like ever. And, um, and, and to say that, like, I have two or 300 best friends, like, that's not a, a Hollywood interpretation of that. Right. I mean, there are two or 300 people that if they were to call into your radio station right now, yeah. would say, if, does Goggins have my back if I need him? They would say, fuck yeah, he does, <laughs> you know? And, and I know that they have my back. That's and, awesome. And I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that a tribe can be too big. Right. As long as they're, they're, they're a tribe. I'm, you know? I'm, and they're I'm, coming I'm, at the world as open-hearted as you are. Okay. We're, we're, getting feedback. Like we're getting feedback of people saying, not only do they love you on TV and in movies, there's a guy that hit us up saying, Walton Goggins, holy shit, I got a job at a local health club back in the day working the front desk, and Walton was my supervisor? Is that possible? <laughs> is he in your tribe? Uh, uh, yeah, why he's not? Like, he's like, he's like the damn, tribe. he goes, the damn women love the fucking guy, and he was like 17. Wow. Like, were you, did, is, this, is this a true story? Did you uh, work at a health yeah, club? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a true story. I just, <laughs> like, like. I mean, I worked at two, so yeah. so I mean, like I, you know, you like you work at Angle, like in my hometown. I got a job uh, at, uh, at you were the flirty at guy at the health club? club. Not a flirty guy. I'm just an open guy, and <laughs> this, people yeah, this sounds like a role. It's flirty. Does. Like no. you know what? I'm just fuck. I look. I was second runner up. I didn't win the 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 senior superlative, but I was second. Runner, I was the uh, uh, second uh, most voted, most friendliest in the in the school, right? So I'm number two. Well, hold I didn't on. fucking Rich, win it. But I, I feel got like there's close. a competition going on here. I think Rich won that in high school. Sort of what I won. <laughs> you won. But, but I will you say, won it. you won I it. I did. I did. Look at his hey, face. But, but I will say, number one, number two. Hey, well, I will say, oh, I are you, you, are you gunning I'm, for that? Who's number one from your high school? Have you sought this guy and said, "Hey, fucker, look what I'm doing." Yeah, you know what? He's a, he's a, he's a, you know, I gotta say. He's a real you know? friendly guy. Like, like, I'm not, if I'm say, if I'm like runner up, I have to say he's a really nice guy. That's funny. His name was Tracy Wallace and oh, he's a very, funny. very cool guy. But he's no Walton Goggins, that's Wait for sure. Wait a minute. Hey, Walt, so, so you did this stuff, you did the training stuff. Can we talk about your days as a, a valet guy? You were a valet guy here in LA, is that true or no? Yeah, man. Because I yeah, want to know yeah, your yeah. mindset then because you had to believe in yourself, right? Always. Hey, I'm going to be a superstar, I'm going to be an actor, or whatever your goal was, you had to believe in it. Always. So when you're parking a lot of these guys' cars and shit, was there a part of you that was was saying I that to yourself? I fucking loved it, man. Tell me I about mean, it. I, well, you know, I, I don't know. I never wanted to be a superstar. Like, the only thing that I wanted to do was tell stories. Okay. And so for me, I didn't have that. That bar, I wasn't living up to uh, a, a, a standard that my ego was setting. Okay. You know, I, I just wanted to tell stories. That was it. And, um, but I, I couldn't work in a restaurant. Um, I'm not good at taking orders. Someone said, will you get me some tea? Why don't yeah. you fucking go get some tea? <laughs> like, it's not my, get your own thing. Not my thing. Right. But, but I, so I, uh, and I valley parked back in Georgia in college. And, um, and so, uh, yeah, I went around um, to, you know, walked up and down uh, Ventura Boulevard here in California. Mm -hmm. And uh, and lo and behold, at the end of like day one, I had four restaurants. 
You know, because I'm second or I'm, yeah. I'm runner-up most friendliest. Right. right? Yeah. And they trusted me. And they, and there's no reason not to trust me. And uh, and so, uh, and, and we did it. And, and I loved it, man. And I met, like, everybody from uh, Ed Asner. Like, like, no to, shit. Like, Julia Roberts to Kiefer. To, like, just a, bu- just a bunch of people, man. Wow, man. Now, yeah, you, you had to have lived out here yeah. doing that. I, I have to ask you a question about valet parking, though. Yeah. Because I have a theory that there was a valet parker guy once that I swear... He farted in my car right before I got in, and because I saw him giggling with all the other valet guys, and I'm yeah. like, "This motherfucker!" And I tipped him nicely too. I'm like, "This guy, yeah." He fart. Like, do you guys you ever do that? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not really a yeah, farter Julia in Roberts. cars. Yeah, I mean, Julia yeah. Roberts car. Yeah. I just do that like riding in like the van to work sometimes. <laughs> like the driver's an asshole, and a cab maybe, but not in somebody's car. Okay, oh, fair enough. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. you, you do know what this- though? I did have a, like this one guy, man, one night. Oh, you know what? This is a cool story. Uh, uh, so I like Seal, right? Yeah. I'm like there, and Wait, I, I had Seal this- the singer. Seal the singer. Oh shit, the gay. singer. Yo, you have some Kiss by a Rose. It might be the greatest on, song ever. He's got a fan. He's got a fan. No, man. Okay, so seals, seals. Check this out. I was. I had this restaurant. I was there. Fucking great song. Yeah, man. There he is. Kissed by Rose. Yeah, man. So, so he's. I'm at this restaurant. I'm there. I've got this date with this hot girl, man, and 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 I'm like, I'm like, like 19, like 20, like maybe 19 and a half, like right. 20 years. I moved out here when I was 19, and uh, and and the the rule by this restaurant was you can't turn in keys, man. You got to stay to the very end, and uh, and so Seal comes in with this beautiful woman, and he's obviously having a really good time, and, and I'm just looking at my watch, man. I've got to meet this girl at like 10 o'clock, man. <laughs> like that was it. Like that's the deal. Yeah. And uh, and so I uh, I'm sitting there and I'm watching him. Everybody leaves the restaurant. It's just him <laughs> and this beautiful woman, and they're sitting there talking. And I'm just looking at him the whole time, like, "Hey, man, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Finish that baklava <laughs> and come outside, man." And and finally, I watched, and the manager goes to the bathroom. And as soon as he went to the bathroom, I ran inside. I said, "Look, man." I know your seal. I've got your album. And I think that you, ma'am, are just beautiful. Listen, I got a date, dude. And I can't turn in these keys. And he, like, literally said, I can't leave until these keys. He said, look, give me the keys. He gave me a $50 tip. No and shit. And he said, go have a great time. Oh, that is a great so story. Then, so then, about five, six years ago, I'm at the Emmy, the night before the Emmy party or whatever. I'm sitting there with my group of friends. And seal is there. And I'm looking at him. And he's kind of walking kind of towards us. And I look at my buddies and I said, ah, I got a great SEAL story. And he keeps walking and he keeps walking. And he comes right through the crowd and right up to me. And he said, Walton Goggins, I'm SEAL. I'm a huge fan of yours. And I said, ah, nice to meet you. I said, well, actually, we've met before. No way. You got to tell him. I told him the story, and it was amazing. And he remembered. Well, yeah. Not me, but but he remembered remembered that happening. Oh, that's so cool, man. That is an awesome story. I love that. Man, you are a great storyteller. (laughs) (laughs) You said you want to just tell good stories? I'm actually. Keep going. What else you got? I'm auditioning for a role on your show. I think anytime. You are a super cool guy. We're happy to have you here, especially on, like I said, a really weird day where you could have totally slept in. Walton Goggins on the Cavino and Rich show. The Unicorn, the uh, the finale airs tonight, right? It does, man. Right, yeah. So, so it's a yeah. big night for you, and you got to imagine a lot of people staying home tonight. Well, no, people right? staying home people not staying only home. tonight. So there's, there's opportunities to binge and catch up on things. So tell people about the Unicorn if they don't already know, because this is a chance for people to be like, hey, let me <laughs> let me get some new shows in the rotation. Well, you know, I mean, it's uh, you know, it's a story about a, a guy who lost his wife to cancer, yeah. and, and it's comedy, right? <laughs> you can exactly. It. No, but we kind of walk this kind of fine line about. 
uh, about learning. It's the show is essentially about learning how to live again, and um, and and a community of friends, uh, a group of friends that come together to help him and his two daughters find life on the other side of loss. And um, and it's laugh out loud funny because life is absurd. Yeah. Um, and when it when it when it becomes uh, poignant and when it lands emotionally, it lands with a wallop and. Um, and it's something very different, I think, for CBS in the in the half hour space. Right. And um and but we've we've hit a vein and we've we've touched a lot of people along the way. All I ever wanted from this whole experience was to say that, you know what, we all grieve. We all go through difficult times in our lives. Um, but we're not alone in our grieving and um and there is life on the other side of struggle and uh hope springs eternal. And right. um my experience uh you know, being out in the world has uh, become one of becoming a, a repository for other people's sadness and joy, and um, and it's helped a lot of people, and and it's all I ever wanted. That's awesome, man. yeah, man. It's Unicorn great. finale tonight. tonight. Walton Goggins, one of those guys that I mean, I think more than anyone, you don't know what people would know him for, but they know him because the list of stuff you've done is all great and all over the place, and including selling cowboy boots. Oh, I saw that. Car, I know. Personal yeah. training. I want to hear some cowboy boot stories, <laughs> but I also want to give you props. You work with another guy that that's a guest on our show all the time. Uh, Rob Cordry is uh, on the show because his circle, great. your circle of friends on the show, they're all trying to boost you up, get you out there in the dating world. They well, got I your mean, back. Well, it's and it's you know, look, look, we have the great Michaela Watkins, right? We have the great Rob Cordry and Omar Benson Miller and Maya Lynn, and and I I called and begged these guys to come and do this show, and uh, because they all can have their own show in their own right, and this isn't. My show, it's it's our show. It's an it's ensemble. Yeah. yeah, it is an ensemble, and um, and yeah, and it says something about the world that we're living in. And you can watch it with your kids. Yeah. You can watch it as an adult, and you know, and find some comfort for half an hour in this uh, crazy, turbulent world that we're living in. I'm looking at the feedback, and mm-hmm. the feedback we're getting on the text People message from all, but all for different things. Like uh, Morehead, Kentucky, his best work. Justified hands down. That's from our buddy JC. Uh, Minneapolis said Walton was fucking awesome in The Shield and Sons of Anarchy. What was your favorite scene from The Shield? Ah, uh, you know, uh, that's a people. Uh, well, that's very, very kind. Thank you very, very much uh, for saying that. But I uh, honestly, there, there's not. Well, there, you know what? There was this. There was this episode we did in Mexico, and it was uh, uh, season or episode one of season two, and um, and we were down there for about uh, seventy two hours. And and the chaos of that experience, because we were the lowest budget show, budgeted show on television at the time. And there was no lockup. You know, we were just kind of out there doing this like uh, renegade style. And um, and that experience. You mean like I Lorenzo suppose. Lamas? What do you mean when you say <laughs> renegade, renegade style? <laughs> hey, I did an episode of Renegade with Lorenzo. <laughs> no, you did. Yeah. Oh my God. San what Diego. hasn't he done? Old school, buddy. Oh, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, 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 I had to get that Lorenzo joke in there. Uh, but it, but it was kind of all of it. You know, no one knew. No one knew when we set out to do the the pilot of the Shield that uh, that we were all going to go on an 84 hour journey and be some of the 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 pioneers of what serialized storytelling in that format could be you know and um and it was uh it was extraordinary the whole experience your whole career has been extraordinary when you think about it like you said you went from valley park and selling cowboy boots working on the renegade to doing all the stuff you're doing now it's pretty incredible well, man I don't, I don't know if you guys i don't know what your rise in radio has been but <laughs> but if it's anything like mine it's been uh one step at a time yeah um it's it's not been uh predicated on my decisions haven't been Machiavellian. They've always been motivated by how can I help my director tell his story, and is it something that speaks to me? And uh, and at the, at the end of it, you know, you finally look up and you go, man, you know, wow, I- I'm here, and I can't believe it. 
and therefore, because of the road that, that I've been walking and maybe yourself and a lot of other people in our shoes, I'm just so fucking grateful, man. Like genuinely grateful. That's awesome and I to hear. express that gratitude on a daily basis. To you ever, you ever think, uh, you know, you're, you're still a young man in life, but you ever think to yourself like, man, if I could, by the end, when this is all said and done, I'm an old man, if I could get away with doing what I do for a living and providing a great life for my family. Well, that's what Rob man, Cordry was saying. He yeah, said like, he's going to yeah. retire. I, I said to Cordry, I go, because I was like, yo, Cordry, a guy like you. How often do you look at your funds? By the way, don't look at your funds today. Don't look at anything in oh, the his, stock market. His plan for the last... was to straight up retire <laughs> but, but I, yeah, and call it a day. Yeah, I said, I wonder how many times people in your position say, let me look at all my stuff. Man, I could actually, I provided enough for my family by acting and having fun at my craft. I, you know, I, 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 yeah, that's it's amazing, yeah, right? I, it, it really, it is, it is amazing. And, and, and I think what so many people don't uh, really kind of understand about this is, um, you know, you know, you, you're, more often than not, an anomaly in your community, and and you want to express yourself like artistically, and you know the folks in my where I come from who are are supportive and very. I have a very deep bench of friends from where I come from. That's my community and my home. Um, but you know they also said, "Well, what the fuck you doing, Walt?" I mean, they all went in the army, right? You know, like literally eight out of my ten friends went in the army, and um, and I said, "Man, I just feel this, and I, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta make a different choice." And um, and I, you know, and you're and you're broke for fucking years yeah. man and 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 I but I didn't even know that I was broke I was just in California learning yep. how to live my life you know and uh and and becoming of age out here and 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 now I'm here and I've got a parcel of friends and a and a son and a wife and a life. How and, and why did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> and the days go by <laughs> and the water's warm. <laughs> you may ask yourself. But I want to ask you about this, too, because we know about the career, the path, the stories. I love it. You're in great shape. And fitness was a hey, part of that. your life. How do you make time for Walton Goggins? How do you maintain? Tell us about that, because you're a busy guy promoting the finale. You're a family man. You're trying to do community stuff. You hitting the gym? Absolutely, man. Yeah. How often? Like, like, uh, Aren't you I mean, exhausted? When, if I'm on location, you know, just kind of when, uh, when I, when I, when I get back home from work or first thing in the morning and, uh, and, and just, I don't know. I think, look, I, I did this movie, like going back again, like this is almost 30 years ago called The Next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank. Yeah. And, uh, and, by the way, it's a delight. Yeah. She's awesome. She's yeah, a, no. She's, she's she blew amazing. us away. Not, not yeah. that we didn't think she'd be cool, but she was like she's way so cool. cool. I thought she was going to be like a little. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Didn't you do uh, cool. the Karate Kid thing with her back in the yeah, day? That's yeah, that's what I just said. That's oh, okay. what I just said, okay. man. Gotcha. What the fuck? Not I'm, I'm sorry, because I was looking at a spot to see if, how much time we had left with you. <laughs> yeah. Go no, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And, um, and, and, and that, <laughs> by work, like doing that movie and kind of getting in shape for that movie, it just changed my life. And it did, from what you eat, what you put in your body to how you treat your body, your body is your temple, you know? And, uh, and so working out in any way has always been a big part of my life. I, look at you, fellas. I mean, you look I mean, pretty good, too. I'm exhausted. Look let, me good. You, let me tell you. Yeah, what it's I'm, all fake. I, I feel good. I dye my hair. I'm having a, I have a green juice in one hand. You know what I'm going to have after that? Probably a donut. I can't. I have, <laughs> I have no ability to stay consistent on any, on any fitness or diet. I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym hard for a couple days. And I'm like, no, I'm going to get Taco Bell. You know what? If you do, like, like literally at home, man, if yeah. you, like, literally start with 20 push-ups and 20 sit-ups at home and then work up to that. 40 and then uh, I do that. People need, make fun man. of me. They're like, why don't you go to the gym? I'm like, this is good enough. I, I promise. It is good enough. When you eat Mexican food, all I sort of hate you. I love you and hate you all at the same time today. It. You're an intriguing guy, man. What, what sort of music are you into? 
You know, uh, everything from uh, e- Ethiopian jazz to uh, that's a like, first. I don't think anyone's. Up. <laughs> really? That's a great answer. That's not just the yeah, line. Mulatu Astaki, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because I spent some time in South Africa and I was in South Shut Africa for a while up. and just uh, met some of these cats and. and so uh, we go to your was, house. What's your? What are you putting on? Like for mood music? Well, I mean. Again, man, I I go I go You're all, all over, over the place. map, dude. Like like I mean, I'm like early country. Ooh. There you go, kids. Oh, what is this? Look at this. Come on, buddy. This is it, spot. It's Mulatu is the Ethiopia peaks out. Shut up. No Come way. On, buddy. Listen to this. Get now go it. hang out. Now go hang out with your lady. Go hang out with your mate. Turn That's it up. Wild. Open you. a bottle of wine Woo. and chill the fuck out. You know what I'm learning? We gotta step our game up. Come virus out. Gotta step our game up. Fuck out at home. Hold on. So this you is your vibe? Your caramel set. My vibe is all over the map, oh, man. I love it. And then like some Rocco kick in after this or some. Absolutely. All of it, man. I, right. I like it. I like it all. Old school hip hop, new stuff. Old school, like, old school hip hop. Because your son has to be into hip-hop. some new stuff too, doing yeah, what I mean, he does. Well, he's into he's into our shit. So I mean, I listen to everything from classical to old old school hip hop pop to old school country outlaw country to hardcore r&b fan big motown fan i love it big otis fan, like all over man oh man i, I, I just love like it. it i like the way it makes me feel and wine's your drink of choice you know i have a spirits company uh mulholland hey, hook it up man yeah man uh, if you, you look I, we got a whiskey <laughs> i'm a whiskey i'm a whiskey man right yeah. here so hook it yeah. up. i got yeah. you i got you covered brother and we're in we're in the state of california yeah. like every whole foods every bevmo every like all the gelson's oh, wait hold on so the, the, like 187 the restaurants and bars gelson's and, that's right up the gelson's no, that's where like, that's no, where the old rich people it's shop it's a double it's a double gold winner from the san francisco spirits competition shut up no it's so what sort of we got a tasting room downtown talk about the sense of pride you, you feel when you see your your spirits there on the shelves well it's a celebration of this city you know yeah. it's, it's the spirit of la it's moholland distilling and um you know the city is taken a lot but it has given me a lot more than it's taken and um and you know i've got a lot of friends in a lot of different ways in the art world and uh in the food world and um and this was uh our contribution to the creative uh, river that has been flowing out of Los Angeles for the last decade. And we're fucking killing it. I love that, man. That's awesome. I'll tell you what. I'm I'm being serious. Usually our feedback slows down when we have a guest on because people just listen. The feedback we're getting for you is unbelievable. People calling out all the shit you work with. That is uh, rare. Yeah, right, you, usually like our feedback because you know you listen to a guest. You know, let's, people are commenting about everything. For listen, I love Walton Unjustified. I always thought him and Timothy were a great duo. How's Timothy Olfon? He seems like a cool dude. He's cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. Yeah, I mean, I, ha- I haven't. Don't spoken you go to way back or no? No, no, no. We just met. Uh, we, just doing we, that. Yeah, yeah, just doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I thought like you started acting together or some shit like that. No, 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 no. No, he's uh, no, he comes from out here. I didn't, I didn't run into him in those in those kind of early days. But uh, and but he, I'm sure he I'll got see. jobs that that I didn't because he's so fucking good looking. He's a handsome <laughs> fella. Uh, Tacoma, Washington, Walton's best TV show, Under the Radar, was six about SEAL Team Six. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I did that. Um, uh, it was the, the, the writers, uh, from, from, from Jarhead and, uh, Bill Broyles and, and, um, and I, it, it was, I was blown away, but they offered it and I said, look, uh, I'll do it if you make the antagonist just as important as, as, as me. And, uh, and you tell it from both sides of the story and, um, and we went in and yeah, I did season one and, uh, and I'm really fucking proud of it. Yeah. 
And, I, you know, I've got a lot of friends in the military, too, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, again, being the friendliest guy in the room. It worked I mean, out yeah. for you. Well, and why not? I mean, it isn't like uh, it's not an act. You're right, right. No, I yeah. I have to try That's hard to thing. do yeah. that. That's the thing. People say and that. you know what? And I think if you're honest with people, man, like, you know, like like on this on this thing, like uh, six, and then I know we got to go here pretty soon. Oh, but, you're, you're good. But no, I, we're like, chilling. And, we're chilling. I, you, the, I think you have to go. You know, <laughs> well, in the middle of this, uh, uh, you know, like we're there. It's day one. And, you know, again, I got a lot of friends in the military, and, and I, I have participated in their lives through for the, the shield they took that to iraq with them and through justify like like a lot of different things and uh but i'm doing this show six and i'm there and i'm training with these guys and and these are hardcore navy seals and one of the the perks uh was to get to go to dinner with a navy seal and um and and i i'm thinking well i think it's a perk you get to go to dinner with me motherfucker like I, <laughs> like i don't care, you know what i mean like what am i so i go to this dinner with this guy and he's like uh i won't say his whole name i won't say his name uh but uh but so we're sitting there and i'm at dinner and i don't want to be there man and and uh and he's like sitting there we're having a drink and he says uh okay so you get to have this dinner with me and uh and i said look man honestly i don't want to be here <laughs> Uh, I'm going to ask you one question, dude, one question, and you can either answer it honestly, and then we can continue the conversation, or you can not answer it honestly, and I don't, you know, I completely understand maybe why you wouldn't, and uh, and then the dinner's over. I'll just collect the bill, and let's just get the fuck out of here. I got to go to sleep, and uh, he said, okay, um, what's your question? And I said, I'm not going to ask you about how many people you've killed. I'm going to ask you about how that made you feel. I'm going to ask you all, all, any of these questions. I'm going to ask you. Why you make so many fucking jokes, man? And he looked at me. I said, that's up to you. You can answer it honestly or, or not, mm-hmm. you know, either way. And he thought about it. I'm say like three minutes. And, um, and he said, you really want to know? I said, yeah, I really want to know. And he answered it. Cut to, you know, six hours later, fucked up, drinking whiskey yeah. at a bar <laughs> in Wilmington, North Carolina, talking about his life. And he's a very close friend of mine wow and i think that i don't know wow. it's like you approach your life that way you have your yeah. boundaries you don't accept bullshit from people and uh and i don't i don't i don't bullshit people right so uh so you know I, I, that, and, and that experience turned out for me was uh was was trying to honor you know their 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 sacrifice man and um and and saying just participating in that story on whatever level I was able to participate in, and um, and it and it meant a lot to me. I and, love and it. They mean a lot to people, me. People, people loving you, Scranton, PA. What a great story. Goggins, fucking incredible. And in six, Jen and Tanawanda, New York. Guys, if you're not on the Unicorn, you got to get on it. Best show on network TV. I don't know. Story I, I like more. The story of Seal or the story of uh, the Navy yeah, Seal. Yeah. Yeah. You're great. Any other Seal stories? The Seal Chronicles. <laughs> no, no I, I love it, man. I'm glad Guys, you're I was here. at SeaWorld in San Diego. No, no. And, uh, so, Walton, when, when you're such a friendly guy and, and you're, you know, you love the people and what they give back and you give back and everything, you're here in LA, you love the city. Yeah. You stopping at traffic lights, say, do people recognize you? And wait, do you get those? Like, what's the response you get from just walking around and driving around? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, people you guys, must you recognize you all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, you know, people in LA are so cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. so fucking, like people in New I York. I feel they, like people like, are calling. Cool. Like, Why is everyone so st- way too yeah, stylish? Yeah. We're cool. on the East Coast. Yeah. Like, I go to the mall. I'm like, I'm so fucking underdressed compared to everybody yeah. else out here. It's yeah. insane. But so, the thing, the things that I participated in, you know, over the course of my career, um, don't elicit a passive conversation, right? The, the, either you don't see it, or or if you see it and you like it, you're going to talk about it. And um, and that's kind of been, uh, you know, my experience like throughout my career 
Like, no one knows who the fuck I am or everybody in the room does, and they want to talk about right. the story. Not about me, but about mm-hmm. the story, right? And, um, and I, 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 I dig it. Like, I, don't, I, I like talking to people, and uh, I like hearing their thoughts on things. And, um, and that is, uh, maybe there are more passive fans uh, of the unicorn than, than maybe anything that I've, I've, I've participated in. But I, I don't think so. There are passionate fans because of what it's saying yeah. to, to them. Right. And so, it's relatable, yeah, too, yeah, man, for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, and I, and I love it. So, yeah, at a, at, a, at, a, at a red light or at a restaurant, you know, and, yeah, you're just kind of like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, and I, you know, it's fine. I love it. What about social media? You know what? You know what? Honestly, I'm going to say this really quickly. Yep. I, like, for, for so long, like, that, that doesn't service my ego. It's not a, a, a niche that I need to scratch. You know, but like it's cool. Only, but but here's what's cool, and I don't know if you guys feel yeah. this way, but man, every single person that stops me on the street, and we we talk in the back of my mind. As soon as it happens, I think, man, that's another day I can take care of my family. Yeah, like you know, like really, that's like, man, I can I can I can send my kid to school. I could, you know, like I could take him. I could show him things. And and uh, you know, I'm a poor kid from Georgia. And so it's all icing on the cake, man. And, man. I, and I say, and I say that. Look, nice. I, but I, and I'm and I'm when I'm when I say like I'm a nice guy, I also I'm a motherfucker too. Like <laughs> in the sense that I have my boundaries, and I you know I show up at work and and um you know and I I have an opinion, and uh, and I'm there to service the story. So though it's not all you know. Right, right, right. Like kisses and hugs. You know what I mean? I hear I, you, I'm man. Passionate. I'm a passionate guy. I'm I'm thinking about righteous gemstones because that. That's like one of the last things besides Unicorn that I've checked you out in. And season two is coming up, right, for Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, I think they start. I think they start today. Now, good luck with the coronavirus, y'all. You're going to stay away from it. Now, Danny McBride, we talked about your relationship with him. Adam Devine, he's a funny young dude, right? I'm sure you got some. And he's so funny, man. Just look at him. He's one of those guys, you look at his face and I just laugh. Like, he's got his expressions. He's just a funny dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you, you know, um, like, I think this. I, the the gym like in all of this like even from uh, from vice principals and and the one that Danny just plucked and said no I'm taking you with me is um is is Edie Patterson you know she's so fucking good she's man. really she's good. so Judy funny. Gemstone yeah that's right yeah yeah and, and um yeah so I think they start I think they're starting today oh me, that's uh, awesome let me ask you about Goodman because I feel like we grew up with John Goodman of course and, and then there was a yeah. minute where John Goodman felt like he took a little time to himself and then he came back and I feel like Goodman's bigger than he's ever been yeah yeah and if you just look back man at his body of work and you know he was one of those first the first people to kind of bridge television, network television, and a, and a he was in King Ralph. Career. He was King Ralph. He was in Raising Arizona. <laughs> he was in Raising Arizona. Yeah. yeah, all of them, man. The Babe, yeah. you know, the, the Babe. babe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, do, do you uh, pinch yourself sometimes seeing some of the people you work with or you're connected to as a result? Like, is there one that even though he may be your pal, you're like, I can't fucking believe it, or how cool is that? That you, you, know, you deal I mean, with or pal I mean, around I, you know, with? A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of them. But, you know, I, I still, you know, Sam Rockwell is, is one of my heroes. Like, and, and has been one of my heroes for a very long time. And, and he's one of my best friends. And, uh, and I, and I still, there are times that I pinch myself saying, you know, God damn, Sam, <laughs> really? That's cool. You know, but, I, but I don't, I don't shy away from telling him that. Right, and, right. You know, he, he knows it. Now, spot our producers pulling up headlines about you and pictures right. behind you on the screen. Yeah, don't think I'm. Wait, oh, yeah, he must be thinking, what the hell are they looking at? Yeah, look at this. We're That's looking a, at you and you and Dinklage. Yeah, man. We, what's Richard on? Gear and Richard Gear. What's, what's oh shit? That's Gear. Yeah, <laughs> Bradley this, Whitford. Yeah, it's this. Um, this it's a it's a wonderful film called uh, The Three Christs. 
um, based on a, a book called uh, The Three Crises of Ypsilanti about a psychiatrist uh, in... Uh, in the 50s, who wanted to deal with schizophrenia more humanely, um, uh, Milton Rokic, and uh, and 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 it's about he found these three patients who uh, were in the Michigan um, uh, uh, mental health, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, a hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think right now. One second, uh, and um, and and in mental health institutions in, in in Michigan, and they all three believed that they were Jesus Christ, but they all agreed, independent of each other, that there could be only one Jesus Christ, and he wanted to deal with schizophrenia more humanely, and so he set out to take them off the threat of violence, uh, off of uh, antipsychotics, or uh, the threat of shock therapy, and um, and and reason with them, reason them out of their delusions, <clears throat> and um, it's about what happened to to these three men. And ultimately, what happened to uh, the psychiatrist who was performing these these experiments on these men? And and it's really it's an unbelievable story. I'm very 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 proud of it. So you, awesome. he got so much uh, going he got on, so much man. Going on, I'm looking at the, look right. at this with Mel Gibson in Fat Man. Yeah, yeah. I just got back. Yeah, yeah. Like That's what you got ago. back from? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a story about. Uh, <laughs> About about Santa Claus and uh, he's falling on hard times and Mel's playing Santa Claus. <laughs> Every movie you do is so different. You really you're the most versatile yeah, motherfucker to. there is, huh? <laughs> I'm trying the best I I'm just going to work every day. Yeah, you're killing it, man. You're doing, you're doing great. Uh, and again, guys, I don't want to keep you here any longer. It's been a, I'm just you. Like I said, I'm just glad you showed up. Uh, Walton Goggins is here. The Unicorn, the series finale tonight. Um, I want people to hit you up on social media, but I'm wondering, like, do you connect with people in that way? Do you take the, the temperature of the room in that way? Do you see the feedback? You know, Does it I, I mean like, anything like on, to you? On, on Instagram. You know, Instagram's your one? I, yeah, I don't, I don't really participate in the other, in the other things. Walton and, Goggins um, Bonafide is the Instagram. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I communicate with everybody pretty much that, uh, that I can, you know, that kind of reaches out. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, and I just kind of keep it as honest as I can, you know, with the posts that, I'm, that I make. You know, hit you, a follow. You do your thing, man. Set the DVR. Watch the finale tonight, and we'd love to have you back. We know you're super busy doing lots of shit, but uh, you're always I'll welcome back. You're always welcome here. Gemstones before the gemstones. There you go. I'm back here. It's a deal. Perfect, we do this man. every morning, so you're you're welcome anytime. We appreciate it, guys. Round Thanks, of applause guys. for Walton. Hey, hey. wait a minute. Camino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. <laughs> so our buddy Brooks hit us up, and he poses a pretty random question, but I thought it was interesting. And that's how the show works sometimes. Friends in Need hit us up. We discuss it. Most interactive show on radio, 866-969-1969. Text us, 412, the letter C in our show. We all have our life's ups and downs. So shout out to Steve Noose, who seems to be in a happier place. You know, for a while, I became the poster boy for divorces and, like, shitty relationships. Yeah, everyone So everyone would hit me up with questions and, like, relatable life scenarios. So I, I saw a lot of people go from shitty scenarios to very happy ones, so I'm happy to see that. Steve News and our buddy Brooks, too. Our buddy Brooks, who hit us up. Have you seen his girlfriend? Brooks, Brooks is, Brooks, I'm sorry, his fiance. Brooks is uh, bringing it? Google it. Brooks. Not Google it. Uh, Brooks's girlfriend. No, 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 no. Brooks and Pull it up on social media. On our, uh, on our text message. We can see, we see, we can see pictures? In the old... In the new uh, for? format, Brooks. Brooks. Show me, show me pictures. Bob. He's engaged. I'll show you a picture. But anyway, he said that we and this woman saved his life. That's a whole other story. Quentin, slow down. So we're happy for Brooks. That's my point. 
Because I know he oh. went through some shitty relationship stuff. Good for found himself Brooks. Up. Yeah, exactly, right? Jesus. I mean, he's a handsome guy, Christ. so in, in his own right, you know, good for her. What the fuck? He must got a hog in his pants. Definitely has a hog in his pants. This guy's got a hog in his pants. So I guess he's dealing with life's new changes of, hey, I'm getting married and stuff, right? Whoa, Brooks. Brooks, don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I do. She got an ass. So good for Brooks. Jesus. Fuck, Brooks. That's his girl. What the fuck does he do? She's got a hog in his pants. Is that it? But if you scroll back, you see all the misery he used to text us all the time. I don't know. This woman changed his life. So we're very happy for him. Hognus pants. Brooks. Yeah. We're happy for you, Brooks. He hits us up. And I guess he's dealing with, you know, wedding plans now and thinking about weddings and things like that because he found a girl that changed his life. He's tying that down. I mean, like, yo. I fucking wouldn't. I'd fucking tie it in the basement and wouldn't let it out. You want to know, though? He was really struggling moving on. I'm like, yo, she should make things a lot easier for you, bro. And I guess he tied it down. Mm. She likes little dogs. What happened? It's a red flag. She what? She likes little dogs. Red flag. How's that a red flag? But he was going through, like, you know, shitty relationship stuff. Stuck it out. High maintenance. Saw the light. Found himself a prize. That's the moral of the story. Good for him, though. Lock it down. Yeah, yeah, lock it down. Lock it down. So he hits us up, and he asks a totally random question. I just want want you to know where this was coming from, because he's in that mindset of, of weddings and things like that. And he goes... Hey, guys, I was just thinking, bigger honor to ask someone to be your best man or the godfather of your kid. Just throwing that out there. And then I thought of it like, wow, I never thought of it that way. But then I I realized that's a cool way to sort of, like, if you have two brothers, you can't make both brothers the godfather of your kid. So that's a cool way of... Why'd you make your brother? Maybe, why'd you I'm make your brother best the friend or brother? I don't know whoever the fuck is important in your life. You know that's a good way of dividing the honor. I never even saw it as such. Is one more bigger honor than the other? Best man or godfather? If there's two important best buddies that you have, you know, like you, you could, all right. For example, me. I could make uh, Spot my best man and Rich the godfather of my kid. You see? Like, I could, I could divvy it up. Divvy it up in, in that way. It's so and funny. I, never even I thought think, of it I that think, way. Uh, I think those things are. Is there really, one honor bigger I, than I the think, next? I think they're honors in the moment, but I think when you fast forward through life, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, who's my godfather? Or my uncle? Or my, I don't know. Or like, oh, my dad's best bud. Like, I, I, I think they're momentary honors, yeah. but the reality is no, 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 they're no. bullshit. It's the honor from the person, not the depends, kid. It depends on your culture. No, no, I'm Although saying, you don't give a fuck about your godfather, the honor came from your mom and dad. It depends no, no, on your but, culture, too. Exactly. But what I'm saying is it's uh, it's an honor in that moment. Yeah, it's like you get to be in the photos at the event. Yeah, but what, so is the fucking best man. Is the no, best man like I stepping said, up? I said they're the both same thing. honors. I in said the moment. they're honors in the moment. Neither one is a something that really should be overthought. That's a dumb response. That doesn't answer the question. Say, well, which one's better? Which one's more of an honor? Huh. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> best man. Neither. Maybe best man. All right. Neither. I don't know. But God, because best man actually has to do something. The Godfather you does know, nothing. Is supposed to do something. What do they do? It's supposed to be there, right? What does In that case, mean? Uh, the fucking father doesn't step up or somebody dies. I mean, technically, I, I, mean, I, I know it never pans no, out in this way. No. But isn't that really like? I mean, wh- what he's supposed I mean, to mean? Legally speaking. 
Not legally speaking. Being the godfather he, does not automatically mean you not get the child speaking, if the, but if he's the supposed died. to be that person, right? That's there for you. They're there as moral support. Like I said, that's why I said it's cultural. In certain cultures, it's a very spiritual thing. You're there to guide the child throughout their life and be there, whatever. But you're going to do that anyway if you're friends with the person who's making you the godfather or godparent. And then there's some people that double up, meaning he's my best man at my god. No, no. Or like they make their brother or their someone else, someone in their family already the godfather. That's like, well, that's already your uncle. So he's your uncle and your godfather? Not un- uncle's not an honor. That just happens by default. No, no, but not a they have two titles. So what? I have I'm that. the godfather of... My, my, my godfather is my uncle. He's already your uncle. My uncle through marriage. So what? That's, not a, that's just a title. That's not like an honor. I get it. It's a nice way of making like your best pals more than that. No, no, yeah, no but I'm saying like, like for, for you. Right. Your brother Tommy is already Melody's uncle Tommy. Is he also Godfather Tommy? He's not, but I don't see why he can't be. I just look at it like that person already has a title. Because they're all just titles. But Uncle Joey is my, my daughter's Godfather. So it could have been, like he said, a nice way to say, How many hey, times does he Rich, come out? How many times does he come out here to visit her? He doesn't travel. Coronavirus? Coronavirus. No, he thinks he's Richie Valens. We know this. Old story. How many times has he seen that? Uh, premonition. I mean, any time I've been in New Jersey. No, not for a couple of years. No, he was sorry. I never not. I never kept my daughter away from my uncle. But imagine if you convince him to to finally take a flight, though, and then something happens, you'll feel really Yeah, bad. ironic. Yeah, isn't it ironic? Don't you think? An old man was afraid to fly. But the point is, I don't think just because <laughs> someone's an uncle. And as the plane crashed down, he thought. You can't give him the honor isn't of. this nice? You, then why would you wouldn't make your a relative a best man then? He's already my brother. Why would I make him my best man? That yeah, doesn't make I don't sense. Know. I just feel like those honor, they're, they're already someone. Yeah, there's so what? That's just by default. Okay. Hey, d- you asked me. Yeah, but I don't, get, I don't agree with your thinking at all. You don't have to. I'm not, I'm not pushing it on you. But here's my opinion. What's a, more, uh, what's a bigger honor? But, I would say, but, but I, on that if, theory, if, if your, your brother's your best man, why make him your best man? He's already your brother. That doesn't make sense. I don't get that. What if he is your best man? What if he, want, what if he sh- is the person you want to honor? I, I think just because he's your uncle, you don't give him that honor? That doesn't, I don't get that. You asked me a question. Let's go back to the real question. What was the original question? What's a bigger honor? Best man best or man. godfather? Probably best man. You know why? Best man actually has a responsibility, even though it might be as minuscule as like helping you do one thing at the wedding. A godfather has zero responsibility. He goes to the communion. To you. Yeah, but, but I'm saying most people you know. What about the no. religious aspect well, yeah. of being Who's a godfather? godfather? My godfather was my uncle who died. Yeah. But did you spend a lot of time with him? And got, did he, he guide you? Was, he died when I was five years old. So I mean, I mean, some people's godfathers, a lot of times, are like their uncle or some relative, they just throw it at someone. Like, yeah, you're the godfather. No, it's I usually- just throw it at anybody. We had a fucking baptism Yeah, it's shit. usually a hierarchy of honor. It's like you, the people closest to you, either family or friends, are usually- for the first kid or chosen. I think you perceive it in an odd way. Yeah, you're just not a religious guy. Some people guy. don't have, nope, no. It's a, a Catholic, it's a Catholic thing. You're not a religious guy. Other people don't have God. You know that, right? So what? No, but I'm saying it's very niche. It's, it's Catholic. Okay, well, I'm Catholic. I know. So I'm saying. Right, I was raised Catholic. Most people that are, quote unquote, fair weather Catholics, which are most, pick a cousin, a brother, or like their best friend, and that person has no responsibility other than it's my way of saying, 
I like that's you. Tr- that's, I, I disagree with you because that person always treated you a little more special because they were your godparent. At least that's how it's supposed to be. The, is it, Didn't they make you feel is special it Catholic as a kid? or is it Christian? Catholic. Specifically Catholic. I There's don't no know. Godparent, godparents in Christianity overall? Like Methodists don't have uh, godparents? I don't believe so. Sarah doesn't have godparents. I don't know. Look it up. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, let's talk to Rick real quick. Rick in New York. Uh, our buddy Brooks just asked us, I guess because he's thinking, or he's weighing out his options. Like, hey, what's a bigger Be- best honor? Man, uh, best, many... man, best, man makes a, best man makes a speech and uh, plans uh, the strippers. A godfather says, the godfather is, I'm, your, <laughs> hey, I'm your godfather. Wants, no. He shows up at the barbecue. No, it's in many... Or how about he's, he's I, I there think... to like fucking like. Be a good role model for your kid every once in a while. You were right. You were right with it. Uh, the, the fair weather Catholics that do it. And I think the more important one, the bigger honor is, is probably the best man for, for this reason. So I'm, I'm the godfather of my niece. And so is, uh, at the time, my wife. Well, we've since been divorced. She's never going to be in the picture for anything. It, it, it's, if, if that person was so important, they would be the godparents to every one of your kids. But every... Every couple kind of feels like they need to rotate throughout their family and friends. Because it's an honor. The next because it's an honor. Right. No, if they were the most it, honorable it, it person. Honor, every, but yeah. it, but there's, there's but, only but, one but good person in your circle? Hold on. No, I think you're wrong, and I'll tell you why. If I made my sister Grace the godmother of my daughter... If I had another one, it doesn't mean I, I think Grace is the be-all, end-all. I have other sisters that are responsible and that are going to love my kid. Sharing the wealth. I'm sharing the wealth because well, it's so an I honor. Think, I think if you are if you are very uh, if you're a very religious Catholic family, then then you're right because you're 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 putting that child, uh, you're you're putting those godparents. They they are the, the the faith the parents of faith over that child. If something were to happen to you or your or your significant other, those parents kind of take over that role. But most people don't. Don't do that. I think yeah. when you, you know think what a, about you know what a big, god you know what a godparent does, bro. A godparent, according to the definition, is supposed to guide them, guide the kid religiously. Yeah, with their faith, yeah, they're in their faith. A person who has presented a child at a baptism, a godparent, they the godparents there at the baptism, and they take it. Uh, they, they take an oath and a promise. Yeah, but you're to, turning this into who's holding out their duties. No, no, no. no. I'm Hold, asking you about the honor. He said duty. He said duty. First no, but, but it, do you take your going, shirt off for this duty? <laughs> Forget it. Fuck you guys. You, um, you guys are idiots. A godparent is a I'm person not, who's there at the baptism, and promises to take on the responsibility of the religious education. I could blame my aunt Sharon for my lack of a religious. Yeah, aunt Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. She, did and she Uncle guide Al. you? Did did. Yeah, you who, know what? They were they were great fucking godparents. They, great. They were very, they they were wonderful aunts and uncles. I've never uh, heard up. their names. So what? There was my dad's sister and her husband. Okay. When was the last time you saw them? They don't. They live in Rhode Island. When's the last time I went to Rhode Island? When was the last time you saw them? What year? Give me a year. I don't know. Two years ago. Two, oh, two years ago. At a family party. Really? I'm a fucking. Adult who lives in L.A. I know, but what I'm well, saying well, is, how, did they, did, how often am I supposed to see my guide aunt? Your, did they Island. guide your religious education? She, my aunt was there for me. She was as a child. Yes, I'm I, no longer a child. So why would she be there for me in that way? Godparent. <laughs> Godparent. Good. I'm, I'm oh, glad. Rich, glad he, yeah. it now. Godparent. Godparent. Rich had to look it up. 
Okay. Cold pada. Like you're switching the whole argument into like who fills out, who fulfills their duties. Well, I'm not. We're saying what was a bigger gesture and right. honor. I, well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm only trying to. Best man is a one-off thing. I'm trying to take. And you're downplaying it. I'm like, trying my to, aunt took an extra role, ro an extra role in my life because she was my godmother. As a child, and you keep asking, well, when's the last time? I'm an adult with a kid and fucking two jobs. That's not an excuse, but it's a reason. I'm not going to Rhode Island on my fucking day off to see my my aunt. She took. That doesn't mean I don't care about her. Or forget all the things she did for me as a kid. Did she take an extra cremuffin in your life too? I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're talking about. You're fucking Ruffin. weird. You're a weird guy. Does uh, Brooks' fiance need a godparent? What's up, Rafik? What's up, fellas? Um, first question is, uh, I gotta just say this, Rich. You, you're talking crazy. I, I'm not Thank even you. Catholic. Hell, I don't even go to church. But my my godfather is like my dad, and I talk to him about every week. We go on vacations together. I mean, he's he's always been the guy that I go to. I mean, it's and then my kids' godfathers are probably two of because they're in our will. If something happens to us, they take care of our kids. We chose them to do that. We they're not my our family. We asked them to do that, and I'm not. I'm I'm as agnostic secular as you can get I don't, I don't even go to church i'm just saying that role is significant because you're asking them to be part of your children's life for them to be part of my life is no big deal they're already there but if you're saying hey i want you to be the godfather of my kids that goes beyond our friendship i now want you to do something not even religious but just be there for my kids if something happens to me yeah just so that sounds like a powerful just gesture like to me. Without, okay. you, without your uh, godmother you wouldn't become a real boy <laughs> Thank you. I know. Hey, oh, thanks, I a, Rafik. I, I have a question for you guys. Um, Go ahead. No. So, so boy, Rafik. Thanks, Rafik. Wait, hold on now. Yeah. In it, Texas. By the way, it's it's across all Christianity and even other religions. Okay. So I'm I'm looking here. Can you pronounce it again? So oh, it's not as God niche as you as you claim. God. Godparent. <laughs> okay. Godparent. What is Thank this you. peculiar term you speak? Godparent. It's okay. called godparent. I don't but get it. I just think I don't it, know. it's is this a, some guy at the barbecue. No, I, it's supposed to be more Godparent. than Godparent. I think that most people pick their bud or their uncle or, or the kid's aunt or uncle to be the godparents. I think it's as an honor and gesture. Yeah, yeah, but I don't and think. that's what the question was. I don't think they guide the kid. I never heard someone say. Now they got their godparents are probably the close people in their parents' lives. Like, oh, it's your aunt or uncle or your dad or mom's best friend your or best, lifelong yeah. friend. But I've Someone never heard I've family. never heard someone say, Man, my god my godparent really uh delivered. Like I don't think they're the, the guidance that it's designed to be old school style. I think it really just be it's an honor to one of your dad or mom's best pals or family members, but I don't think godparents go above and beyond for their god children. Other than maybe a little uh, envelope at their birthday with a hundred bucks. Sometimes those people have their own children eventually, and they're who knows. I don't know why people don't do their due diligence. I, I don't know that. I know my godparents made me feel special as a kid. Oh, you should pick rich godparents for your kids. Oh yeah, like the Kardashians. Yeah. There Kim and Kanye. My kids' godparents are uh, A-Rod and J-Lo. J -Lo. <laughs> they just don't know. This is Pico Rivera. Here we go. <laughs> One of Rich's weird stances. Yes, people pick relatives and siblings as, as godparents. Yeah, why is that a big deal? Godfather is a bigger honor. Yeah, I don't know. Rich is always like this sister, is weird stance all the time. My sister for my niece chose, chose 
showed shows the three of us showed you <laughs> the my me and my two brothers my brothers yeah. two brothers and I. rich doesn't get that me two brothers and me godfather is a bigger honor it takes someone responsible to take care of your child complete responsibility as from prince george take bc care of your child i guess that some people do look at it as this person is going to take care of their children at least be there uh, for moral yeah, guidance what don't you as, get? as a as a supplement i don't get it i don't get it move on be there as a supplement. I don't get what you don't get. It's a simple All question. right, so have you made Uncle Tommy the godfather of I your kid? I made Uncle Joey. And he's there for Melody? He's supposed to be. Yes. It doesn't. Is o- he there for Melody? Has Melody ever talked to him? Uh, maybe. Outside I- of a trip to Jersey at a family party? It doesn't matter. Yes, it, was, it does. It and the then honor. you poorly picked the honor. Probably. Because of life circumstances. No, Not because, because Joey. Because- no, because we live in L.A. And Joey lives in New Jersey. You did it because you respect Uncle Joey and he meant something to you. Right. But he's done Jack Diddley squat as a godfather to your daughter. But that's like totally switching the question. It was the honor that you bestowed on him, but he's done nothing as a godfather. But that's like, I mean, people have relatives that do nothing for you. Yeah, but so that's, like, okay. But like your your stance on that it is not answering the question. It, it, it really comes down to... Like, I mean, yeah, it comes down to the person and the relationship that the person has with the child and you and everything. There's a couple of factors at play. They're not going to just immediately step in and be their parent, their supplemental parent. Yeah, what do you think, Uncle? All right, ready? God forbid I fucking died in a plane crash. Yeah. Uncle Joe's going to fucking wipe his hands and be like, oh, well, I was never a good godparent to begin with. Depends or wouldn't he be the but guy? But now Uncle Joe's going to raise Melody? No, not raise him, but you don't think he would fucking try to be there for for moral support or at least yeah. more, so, more 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 than he would have just being Uncle Joe? But still. I mean, it really comes down to who you put in your will. Yeah, you will. Now, I'm not you talking, talking legal, but... Uh, yeah, Penn Darvis. You both should have wills. You have children. Just saying. Yeah, well... Uh, I got a guy if you need a guy. Uh, will from the Stern Show. No, I'm serious. This is serious. You both should have wills if you have children. Just saying. I'll talk to your guy. I need one. He's in Jersey. But yeah, he'll, he'll do it remotely. Uh, Scott in Virginia. Actually, hold on, Scott. Are you, are you talking about this or no? What are you talking about? I can talk about this, too. All right, what's up? <laughs> um, I think the best man and the godfather are, are two different categories. They're both equally important. Because you're choosing your best man from a single point of view. Then you're choosing your godparents by a, from a married couple point of view. Oh, okay. That's a good perspective. I like it. Huh. And, I mean, I, I'm not very religious. I was always under the understanding that the godparents were someone that was going to take care of your kids if both parents passed away. Right. <clears throat> not just not just religiously, but these are the your godparents. If something God forbid happens to my wife and I, we trust you guys to raise our children the way that we would if we were here. Or just like in today's world, at least look out for Ooh. them in some sort of way. That's a that's a that's a great Thanks, question Kevin. in itself, by the way. Godparent. Is uh, <laughs> Godparent. The, the the best question to ask yourself is, God forbid something happened to you. Godparent. <laughs> who who are your godparents, by the way? Who are my godparents? Yeah. Uh, my dad's best friend, Nick. Since you shit on everyone else's godparents today. Yeah. Shit Since on you yours. shit on my Aunt Sharon, Clearly my, Clown, a, my, my Uncle Joey, who else? So who are your godparents? Clearly you had a horrible relationship yeah. with yours. No, I Clearly I'm sorry to hear that, bro. I had, I had a fine relationship. Um, you, since you, know, you have so I've, much resentment about a, godparents, uh, I hear damn, about. I have a deep thought we won't be able to get to. Well, godparent. Covino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Are we going to talk about this mom, though? Because she was, like, trending all night. Yeah, it was the number one thing on social media. So real quick, right quick. 
Barb. Like, like Livermore says, I hate Barb. Ooh, she hate this guy hates Barb. Wish someone would have spit uh spit wadded a C bomb at her on live television. Uh Mike in Denver, real quick, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, bud. Hey, Rich, I felt like a little schoolboy when I got to point you out to my wife when we were watching it last night. Um, but you know, the, I listened to the show and then I saw you there. Um but we play we play Bachelor Fantasy, and that's kind of how she got me into it. Was we pick our teams at the beginning of the season, and then we got points for for everything. I love yous, you know, all that stuff. But I was just you guys just brought it up, Barb. Was it as crazy, cringy? Dude, it was. The, they, I saw it? the woman I know, the woman that I became friends with. That's one of the producers for the show. During the commercial, she came up to me and she was like, "How's everything good?" I was like, "Oh my god, what Barb just did!" She goes, "Yo." She's like TV gold. The producers were checking social media, and all the producers at the Bachelor last night were like gooing their pants. I had, they had to. They had because this woman. They expect when they go to the mom. Explain this is yeah. the, Again, the main guy, the not rich, the Bachelor, the actual Bachelor. <laughs> By the way, did you watch like you would go to a baseball game and fantasize about playing shortstop? Did you watch imagining yourself as the Bachelor? Or the host. That's his next Who step. did you want to be? Why do you think he's making the host nice. or the bachelor? That's really the funny. It's funny you should say that. Um, that's because that's when fan- I am that's a, the when, fantasy that Rich plays. When we, are, when we are on the set, the part of me that does radio and TV was like, yo, Chris Harrison does a real good job. He, I, I noticed that he didn't flub anything and he's real composed and that's why he's great at what he does. But I did think like, ah, it would be cool. If we were to do a TV or radio, yo, Chris Harrison has that big dick energy. Th- bro. The same way, God. yo, he's got. He must tuck that shit in his fucking uh, in sock. His, lo- in his, his sock is sock. Yeah, in man. his high sock. Jeez, good for him. But he really only has one leg. <laughs> so, when we do like a listener event, like when we were at Caroline's on Broadway for our last a listener event, uh-huh. when we're in front of a studio audience of you know a couple hundred people or so at, at a Cavino Rich event. I love that energy, and I felt that last night. Like it would be cool if our TV show or radio show was in front of a live studio audience. It, there's an energy. I don't know how to describe it. You know what I'm saying, Kavino? No, it's no, no, uh, cool. There's yeah. that like three, two, one. We're live. To, That's I don't also know. why we welcome people here because it changes the the vibe of the room. It just yeah. makes it more fun. So I did fantasize about like, yeah, that'd be cool too. In addition to what we're doing, at some point, host something like that. You know, but. I realize when I look around, I'm like, dude, I've aged out of The Bachelor. I mean, that would have been really fun when I was like 25, 30 years old. You're but also, you're also married. No, you asked me what, what I thought of. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So if I was 25, 30 years old, I think it would be crazy. But then I realized, like, yo, that that's got to cut. Sarah and I were speculating. Now that this is all over, there's got to be like sort of weird bummer for that Peter guy because. He's never going to live a life again where women all want his dick that bad. Yeah, they do. They're going to because he's always going to be the guy who was the yeah, bachelor. I guess you're right. So there's some but level the, the of, one, of fame that comes with that. The one big takeaway that made this probably the highest rated show last night was Peter, Peter the, the main, the, bachelor's, the, the, the main mother. bachelor's mother who was in love with one of the two final girls. She was like, Peter, you got to pick you got to pick Hannah. Hannah's the best. Bring her home to us. We love her. The yeah, mom was like was a- gross about she it. She was like a smother mother. Yeah, it was weird. It was so, like next level weird. So the reality is, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the 10 second cliff notes for, who, for those that don't care. He ends up choosing the one the mother and the family love. Then what happens though, is a month after that, 
the cameras check in on them because it's like taped like six months ago. A month after the engagement, Peter and Hannah are all like down in the dumps. And he's like, I don't know. She's like, What's wrong? I know this is not right. And he's like, My heart's in two places. And she and she goes off on him. Which is understandable. Rightfully so. Right? Because he's in love with, yeah. he's meeting well, all these different women. She, His mind's on the other girl. Did and, he make the right choice? And all along, he had been telling her, trust me, you're the one. Just go through this process with me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And she's like, I've trusted you. I've put my heart out there for you. And you're a fucking douche. She leaves him. But now that leaves him with, I still have feelings for the other girl, Madison. The girl we talked about that's a virgin, doesn't drink, that doesn't vibe with him. Right. The girl he didn't the choose. The girl he didn't choose originally. He then ends up choosing her, the girl he originally didn't. And and the parents don't like the her. Because that's all he was left with? Yeah. The parents. So all he was left with was. He was left with two girls. Right. He chose the one that his family loved. Right. A month later, they he broke had a change of heart. What? He had a change of heart. Yeah, he had a change of heart and she had a change of heart. It wasn't working. Because okay. he was, uh, his heart was still on the, the prudish girl. <coughs> so you have the coronavirus. Or torn you? or whatever. He was torn inside. It's a dry coffee cough. All right. So the girl he chose, they broke up and he goes back to the, to yeah. the other girl. Oh, you know what it is? Jordan made special treats. Mm. And I think the chocolate's affecting my throat. Yeah, that's a good one. Tell that to the CDC. Like you haven't had chocolate in your throat in a month <laughs> or something in your yeah, throat in the morning. I don't eat chocolate. By um, the way, what did that mean, Archie? <laughs> <laughs> so got chocolate in my throat. So Archie, stop. It. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever have you ever dated a girl? Have you ever dated a girl where your where your parents hate her because you thought that maybe spot the mom of the bachelor would be like, all right, we love the other girl, but you know what? We're gonna give this other girl a chance and embrace her. That was what the world probably thought, right? Hey, the women, the parents love this other girl, but you know what? They'll give the prudish girl a shot, even though they feel as though the lifestyles and religion and everything's so different. They'll give her a chance. By the way, you say that. I don't want to like over speculate for people who don't give a fuck, hmm. but apparently the mother we don't give had a fuck, an issue of of you know this girl is too religious, and they didn't have the same values yet. Throughout the whole show, she brought up God and praying for her son like a thousand no, times. No, but but she's saying she knows her son is the type that goes out and parties, drinks. Is a is like a fun guy, young, fun young guy in his twenties. She knows that a virgin who doesn't drink and doesn't party is not right for her son. That's a real great assessment, to be honest. You're a virgin who can't drive. Now. The mom, you thought she was going to say something nice, like, well, I'll give it a chance, and we're there to support, but this is what the mom says last night. Barb, how do we turn the page and, and give this a shot together? Chris, he's going to have to fail to succeed. That's it. Bitch. Uh, Hold on, Chris, if you listen close, pause it. Did you hear Rich in the background? Fuck you, Barb. Fuck you, Barb. No, I was Team Barb. I was like, yeah, Barb. By is, the that, way, is that when Rich made the Jim Carrey face? If there was ever a poster child, for a woman named Barb, Barb, it's this woman. Yeah, Barb. <laughs> but instead of saying, uh, instead of saying, Hold on, uh, how, how could you be Team Barb here? Because what do you mean Barb you're team knows Barb? You're what's only, up. So you're the only guy across the nation as Team Barb. Because she was trending last night because everyone thinks she's a see you next Thursday. Oh, you went Thursday instead of Tuesday, huh? I did. Barb said it best. This relationship is doomed. Go ahead, Spot. All his friends, all his family. Everyone that knows him knows that it's it's not, you know, it, it's not going to work. You so we've been trying to help him. Would we want it to work? Yes. See if you can hear me. 
I'm telling you that I love Madison, and that should be enough. Yeah. Shut up, Mom. Well, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you from experience. Nothing worse in the world than being torn between your family and the girl you care about. But who is right? I mean, I don't know. What do you mean who is right? You don't right? know who is right? I mean, I know how it played out. It doesn't mean everything was handled right. It happened in my life. It happened in your life. Yeah. And Generally, who was right Who was right both who times? Who was right both times? The family. Barb. Barb. Barb was right. Barb. Barb's an asshole. Your family hated your ex-wife. They were right. Spot, your late great mother hated your sister's husband. She was right. They, they, she was right. When families have an instinct that this person sucks who for knows? you, not sucks in general, sucks for you. Who knows? you? Unless you left home, at, which you didn't. You stayed at home until you were 30. Yeah, there's, a, there's a great fake news. There's no, a great, there's absolute a gr- fake news. It's a great gauge for you. Okay, I'm sorry. 28. 28. No, Unless you, fake news again. What? I bought my house when I was 27. Oh, oh was 27. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my year. Oh, sorry, I was off by a year. Um, unless, yeah, unless you leave home at 15... Your parents know you. They see you. They see you grow. They know what kind of human your you are. Your siblings. They see the your siblings. siblings. Your siblings. The Boise they raised. No, but they, they don't see fucking the know people. what kind of uh, ass you're looking they for. They see the people. They know how you interact with people on a that. very they personal level. They want the best for you. And then they I, I'm see, all for that, but they don't know the no, no, type no, no, of no, no, women no. you're after. They. It's not about the, the... It's They see the people. They see how you interact with people with them. The comfortability that you've built with them as a family member. Mm. Then they see you bringing around random hoes or whatever. Those random hoes, how you interact with them, they see that. These, and are, then all, they, these uh, are all great things I'm not going to argue. You think this woman, Barb, was appropriate last night? If you do, you're the only guys that I think mean, that. she knows it's for TV. Everyone under the moon was saying that she's the worst. And she is. She's the worst. What a Budinsky. She is the worst. That's why she's trending, not because she's the number one mom. She's trending because everyone hates her. Barbara's the villain. I saw this. It was, it was eye-rolling and disgusting all at the same time. I thought Barb nailed it. Hey, what about those awkward holidays and events at the Cavino household? Who was right? Hortensia. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, hey, they don't know her enough. Give it a shot. They're all hung up on that other girl. It didn't work out. Sorry, Barb. Hey, Your son's what? dating her, not you. Livermore. You, you uh, see hag? Livermore, California. My mom hated one of my girlfriends. Said from day one, honey, this is not going to work. I was divorced within a year. And then I look back and say, man, my mom was right. Oh, I look back and say the same thing. You know, everybody was right. But that doesn't mean they know what is going to work for this guy. And that doesn't give her the right to be like a, a, a rude woman about it. She's just rude. Let's go to Craig and Madison. Hey, buddy. Oh my God! First of all, I got to give a shout out to Taylor Schweitzer because she called the whole thing. What I wanted to see last night on Hold the on. Bachelor. Who? Who are you talking about? Who's that? Who? I don't know who that is. Who that is? Who that is? Um, she's a pal of mine in Guilford, Connecticut. Okay, so oh. you're just giving her a shout out. Okay, okay. there you go. All right, yeah. that's okay, odd. that's right. now, that's odd flex. The best kiss in the history of the Bachelor would have been for Peter Senior, the father. Right? Oh, you mean Sully right. Sullenberger? Yeah, I think he looks like Sully. He does. He looks like a pilot. Well, anyways, no. It would have been the best to him to say fuck you to his cunt wife 
And he left with Hannah. No, Rich thinks and this woman is, a, is the prize. Did you do like I, the Bachelor drinking game last night? Yeah, the guy, <laughs> this guy's fucking drunk. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you, bro. If you want to give any more shout-outs, call Every back Every time they say yeah. most dramatic season yet, take a shot. No, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I get that every mom wants what's best for their son. That is not yeah. what's in debate here. But if you think she handled this like a proper person, you're out of your mind. Now, here's a good question that you can think about. Stick up your ass, as you like to say. Smoke on it later. <clears throat> Do you think your parents would be able to pick the right person for you if... It was narrowed down to attractive people you were like that you were into. Like your mom might say, "Oh, this this girl at my office, uh, you know, Stephanie is great." And you meet Stephanie, and Stephanie's super sweet, but she's like a hog. Do you think if if you were given, if, if, I, if I gave five my women, mom, my mom doesn't know how I am in relationships. You know what I mean? Hold like, on, but if I told your mom and your uh, not just your mom, for all she knows I'm the problem. Your mom, your sisters. Second and, your and your brother? No, because my mom thinks everything I do is perfect. So how, with that understanding, could, could they possibly have the most accurate ga gauge? They could want what's best. That's fair. Of course, anyone would. They could have their opinions, but how could they really know? If you don't know, they know nothing about saying, this guy's relationship. I'm just saying, not, not that... Your mom would pick out someone you'd like, your dad or someone. Right. If you had but, a, but if I said, if I, if I said, in this scenario, in this scenario, this scenario, which is which is the Bachelor, but it, it's not really real life. But I'm saying it's a good fantasy to think of. If you were a single guy and you brought home three attractive women for a day to hang out with your family, you don't think your brother, your sisters, Big Steve and Tent, you don't think they could, at the end of it, be like, here's my assessment of these three girls and whether or not they, I feel like they could hang with us, you, and get it. Like, you don't think their gauge would be right after? Like, the, like I think they Barb, would have a gauge. I don't Barb, think it would be right. Yeah. And not, I don't think it was this clip or maybe it was the beginning of this clip. But she explains her impression, which makes sense. For the hometown. Dude, the girl didn't even look at Barb in the face when the she was girl, explaining herself. The, you want to look girl, at that, that, oh, that woman? She's an angry, other, weird woman. Hannah, what's the hot chick's name? Hannah. Hannah M. She came in and was like all warm and, and, and welcoming yeah. and really hit it off If you guys Barb. are defending the mom, anyone who watched the show would say, well, you're alone on this. Hold on. This woman was out of her mind. And she made it sound like the other chick. This girl was rude. The virgin was rude. Made them made wait. Made them wait. Wasn't as warm and welcoming. So when you're welcoming someone into your family, you want someone that clicks, that makes tr makes effort. All of these things are true. Okay. You're forgetting the main factor here, and why this is a story. This mom is the worst, <laughs> the worst. If you so think for you guys to like take her hey, side listen. is is the craziest shit I've heard in a long time. They're not always gonna know what's best for you. Of course, they're gonna have a great assessment, and they want what's best, uh. but. You know, do they know what curls your toes? What floats your taco boat? But, but hold on. Listen to the song we just played. The song that's like, I, by the way, I heard the song on Hits 1, Pandora Now, and Pitbull Radio at the same time. It's called Bad Programming.
Fuck yeah, you and you and you and you you. You're you're putting words in people's mouths too, though. Your friends hate me and I hate them too. You think that shit's gonna work no. out? No. Look, Tampa, Florida hit me up and he said the dumbest shit ever. How does Cavino not recognize the importance of family and friends liking your spouse? Bozos. If you read between the lines, I know that more than anybody because I, I lived actually, it. It was a nightmare, and I started this conversation by saying that. You know who knows it better than anyone? Your mom, who's on the phone. I get it, but no one ever said that wasn't important. That's bullshit that you're spitting. Listen, this guy's spitting. It's true. Motherfucker spitting. No one ever said that, <laughs> but this woman never gave this girl a chance. Uh, she did. No, she did not. What do you mean? The mom, the hog, Barb? She never gave that girl she a met chance. The, she met what the girl. What did Barb do? She she's, met, a re, she's a religious good girl. Her mother just doesn't like her because she doesn't think she's right. That girl never did anything to her son. She was rude to her. Now, give me a break, dude. You're making up your whole narrative. No, make did up you watch? There, yes, and that's why. I knew you were there, but I watched it on TV, and maybe I saw some different shit. All right. Uh, Kavino's mom's on the phone. Hello, Tent. Oh, yes. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Hello? Yes, how are you? And by the way, shouldn't oh. you be resting? You shut up. You guys, I heard you talking about me. You woke me up from my sick bed because I need to curse you all out. Right. First of all, you know, uh, no, wait a minute. You're wrong. First of all, Stephen never brought any hoes into our house. There you Every go. girl he ever brought home was a quality girl. Well, hold like, on. Let me, for the sake of, of conversation, no, the ones that in the you met, yeah, the ones I introduced you to. <laughs> You never brought anybody else over, did oh, you? Oh, I did. I just snuck them in through yeah, the they side were in the door. Yeah, you didn't ever no, met. Tommy does. Didn't. Yeah, just like Tommy you does now. You would never do. No, you oh, didn't do bet? that disgusting stuff, Tommy does. But I get it. I right. The women no, that I brought didn't. home. Yes, and you introduced and you brought in through the front door were all wonderful quality girls. I liked all of them. Every one of them. And we all, we liked his ex, too. I think she didn't like us. And I uh, that was fine with me because I don't care. I just want Stephen to be happy. But Stephen has a very strong family tie to us, which is normal. And, of course, every family, I mean, every guy, I would think, wants their significant other to be close to their family. This girl had no sense of family. She didn't even know what having a family was. So to her, it was very uh, insignificant. It, it was just all about her and Steve. So we, but we didn't dislike her at all. I felt bad because Steve was being torn between the two, which wasn't fair to him. I just wanted him to be happy. But uh, other than that, I have never, ever, my husband or I have never tried to fix Steven up with ever, anybody. I would love, I would love, I would. Personally, I don't think anybody's good enough for my boy. There it is. <laughs> no um, one's good enough for baby Steve. I know. That's I know. right. My boy's the most perfectly perfect person in the oh, world. Hold on. I think Jordan just threw up. Uh, at a, hold on. Oh, one second. I'm, I'm just sorry. kidding. I'm joking. Sorry. No. I don't even know. I'm just kidding, too. Of course, I'm sure Jordan's a wonderful girl. And as long as Steve's happy, I'm happy. As long as he's happy, we're happy. And I'm sure that we we have a lot of confidence in his taste and his judgment. So whatever he does is fine with me. As long as my kid's happy... I don't care if the girl looks like Quasimodo. As long as she's good to him. Oh, she went with Quasimodo. You happy. usually go with Broomhilda. I know my mom's <laughs> references. <laughs> Whatever that is. Broomhilda? You know that Broomhilda? I understand. You know, you could be so beautiful. Yeah, we all end up looking like Crip Keeper anyway. <laughs> so you guys got to put that Not thing you. a little bit down in the priority. 
Right. Except for me, I I'm yeah. ageless. You are. You're, still, you're a dime piece. Leave my boy alone, Rich. All right. Calm down. Calm Rest. down. Ray, calm, calm down. down. Calm down. Yeah, take it easy. Calm down. Uh, look, Leave my my mom, alone. my parents are gonna hate what happened to me, and that could be mm-hmm. from you know anybody, you yeah. know, or what I had to go through as Just a result. At, but parents always want what's yeah. best for their kid. I don't know if they know. If they know that, I Look don't know. Look at how much better your life would have been if you had listened to your mom. You know what? My, like she we, said, we weren't involved. We were never involved in his relationship with his marriage. We is, never butted true. in. Ask him. We never. I never called him. I never spoke to him. You know, as long as I knew he was happy and safe and he was, I could care less. Yeah, I but you had your less. opinion, I Ten. Boy to be happy. I had my opinion, but I, we, I never. Never told Stephen anything about her. Maybe his big mouth father did. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Someone no, did. No, no. Someone <laughs> did because we knew the position. This is all aftermath. Yeah. That's the you guys are you're honestly. Crazy. You have you're all wrong. That's all after the fact. All after the oh, fact. Oh yeah, after the fact. That's right. all after but the fact. He, he, you never. Co- he never complained to us about anything. I didn't know what was going on, and maybe we were better off because maybe you know I I wouldn't have wanted to butt in, but maybe. If I was closer in proximity, maybe somehow I would have maybe gotten more involved with what was going on. But it's really, truly none of my business. As long as Stephen was happy, and I didn't know what I thought he was happy. But, you know, I could see the girl had no sense of family. But that was fine. I was willing to butt out. And just as long as his relationship was this what he wanted, mm-hmm. that's fine with me. But bullshit. I just want him to be happy like That's any other. There's, there's always there's thank I, there's thank always you, squabbles. There was squabbles yeah. Yeah. In, in, during, but there was never any expression of you know. I'm sorry, discontent. From my that way. from my view, yeah. From my view, from my the, unbiased outside opinion, mm-hmm. there was nothing but disdain for your ex from your family. Yeah, she didn't go to New York for she didn't go to Jersey for the holidays. Is that normal? Oh, disdain. Oh, she. She didn't like us. That's what I said from the beginning. Okay. Okay. She didn't yeah, but- like us. We we never uh, treated her bad or made her feel unwelcome. On the contrary, we used to kiss her butt like you wouldn't believe. Right. This woman is a is a to avoid, total yeah, we wanted to avoid asshole to any, this girl. Any problem. My, they were never yeah, rude you know, to my to anyone I brought home ever. I this woman's just no, straight up rude. Okay, I got you. There's a difference. No, I see what never. you're saying. We would never do that to Steven. I don't care who he brought home. Even if even if it was Broomhilda, <laughs> even if it was Broomhilda, Quasimodo, whoever. Quasimodo. <laughs> yeah. right, my well. kids, I, I'm telling you, my kids, they always knew that we welcomed everyone, and we did our best to make her feel welcome well, and look. to do everything Rest. that we could to Rest. not cause any problems. Vicks vapor rub. But yeah, yeah, even Vicks vapor rub. Take care of yourself. Put on the heat. Don't forget the humidifier. I love you, Ten. Rest, 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 rest. And lots of rest. Leave my boy alone. Leave my boy alone. Thank you. Have Big Steve pick uh, pick you up some chicken soup. Hey, got some chicken soup. Oh, he's he's a pain in my neck. I wish I didn't. The Lord in the school. He's pain in the neck. My dad is turning into the ancient aliens guy. He's turning into that. Oh, my God. He's lost his mind. He lost his mind. Really. You set him straight, Ten. Yeah. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye. Love you. Great to hear from you. Stop cursing so much. All right. Yeah, stop. I hung up. So (laughs) what I need my mom and everyone to understand and differentiate is, yes, you want your spouse to get along. It could be detrimental to your relationship because you want everyone to get along. It's a nightmare, and I lived it, so nobody knows it better than me. 
<laughs> but this mom is the worst. I'm not saying my mom's the worst. I'm saying this mom's the worst. Two totally different I conversations. Mean, she's a very you need no. to differentiate that. She's a very this mom is mom. terrible. You're just seeing. No, here's the problem. You're seeing it on a public stage. Well, but what that conversation she had on the show was okay, and then I think because they want the drama, the conversation she had at the, at last last night, fine to me. So all of the world in America who watched the show, everybody's wrong for, except for Rich and Spot right yep. now. Okay, yeah, okay. I just want to hey, make bro. that clear. Everyone, so, no. oh, that's why you're wearing the Team Barb shirt today. Yeah, now it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you're the only guys. Sorry to break the news to you. It's okay though. Now you know how I feel because it's usually me. And by the way, I think you need to rewatch The Bachelor. I know you were there, but it's like watching a prize fight, and you didn't really see what happened because you were there. Oh, the mom was rude. The mom was a royal kuntbag. I don't know how to say yeah, this. No, but but what Kuntbag? about what about the girl that what about the girl? I'm trying to make a point without being She's a, a kumpaji guy. But that one girl, a the girl that she was the worst. Yeah, but the girl, she, I can't right. even imagine how you could see it other other any other way. The girl, at all. the girl that we didn't like. Yo, please play the clip of her no, begging her son who to date. The, the, the famous clip the one of her from begging the her show. son. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know we're going to get into Spot being all horned up, but I'm trying See? to build suspense. I got my wish. We didn't stop the battle. you got to play this. You're the only guy that thinks this woman is rational and normal. Now, She's the worst mother on the planet right now. What part did you not realize where the, the girl didn't make eye contact with them, look Would in their direction? Would you want to make eye contact to a woman who's, who's talking shit about you the whole time on national television. <laughs> Listen to this maniac. Anna, Anne loves you with all of her heart. Don't let her go. Don't let her go. <laughs> Bring her home. Bring her home to us. Oh. Uh, that's a bit much. We'll welcome her with open arms. Stop manipulating your son, you hag. How can you defend this behavior? It's beyond me. Yeah. If, you, if you're not reading not between good. the lines, she's crying and begging to her son to pick one girl over the other. That's bizarre behavior, okay. I, but dude, Rich I, condones I, I, it. I, I'm done with it. Okay. I, I, I just right. can't. Because the feedback's still coming in, yeah. and people are like, I can't believe you're defending this woman. <laughs> and then you drag my mom into it. Like, there's any commonality at all. Uh, mom and Barb, same person. Barb is... The worst. My mom gave every shot possible to the women in my life. That is true. They didn't get see eye to eye, but she gave them every opportunity. You know what? I was confusing your mom with your dad. My dad, too. This is all aftermath. Of course they have their their disdain after they saw their son get dragged through the mud. That's normal. They didn't agree with everything as it was happening, but they didn't put me through this bullshit. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. I don't know if it's an East Coast mentality or like just a, an aggressive or more personality, but I don't abide by fucking traffic signals when walking. I don't care. Maybe it's from growing up in New York. Like, we never did. Right? I was like, yeah, you can stop if you want, but fuck you. I'm bobbing and weaving through the, the cars. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. That really is how we grew up. Yeah. Right or wrong? You got to back me up on that. Oh, 100%. You have now, to adjust I, that here, I do know in LA that people abide by the stop and go when you're walking yeah. through town. I, I know, get it. I noticed this the first time years ago when we visited LA. We were in Santa Monica on the Third Street Promenade, and there was like 100 people at the corner. And the, it said, do not walk. And there was no cars coming. And 
I went to walk, and I, I think Kavino and I were like, what the fuck? And people like put their arm like, no, you'll get a jaywalking ticket. I'm like, get the fuck out of you, for real? And Fucking apparently- Jay Leno gonna pop out. You got a ticket? No, but oh. apparently you will get a ticket. New Yorkers just walk. Yeah. yeah. Other cities, maybe Boston, Philly, I don't know if it's a Northeast the thing. people that stand there are tourists. Yeah. Out here. Yeah, if you're standing at a don't walk yeah. Sign in New York City. You might as well say. You might yeah. as well just give it. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking? I'm going here. to work. You fucking idiots. Yeah, beat it. St- staring up at the skyscraper, taking pictures. Yeah. There, there's no cars coming in. <laughs> right. Well, I'm so, walking in the street in New York suge- City to avoid the sidewalk. That's not, a suggestion. I'm not defending mm-hmm. right? my Are behavior. You? I'm explaining why I guess I do this. Yeah. So living that life for all those years of like, I'm not fucking waiting. I'm no, on a mission. Yeah. I'm taking my risk. I'm going. Yeah. I'm not uh, I went through. You know, I was just Jordan and I were walking to the Cruffin place. And it was closed. And <laughs> in Highland Park. In yeah. Highland Park. Okay. And I just, I, I didn't even think twice about it. You know, there was no cars coming. Mm-hmm. And we're at the don't walk sign. <gasps> so I fucking walked right through. Yeah, you, you did. didn't. I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. Didn't yeah. even think twice. You won't. Now, Jordan may have been like, what <laughs> she may have been <laughs> like <laughs> so, about it, but I, I, did not even think twice. I just saw that there was yeah. no cars coming, so fuck you, I'm going. Yeah. And I didn't even hear it, but Jordan's like, did you hear what they said? And I said, no. Oh. Like, I, what? Well, who? Oh, that fucking old bitty over there? What'd she say? <laughs> she said when we walked by, like, we obey the law. And I was oh, like, oh. They did that. So, so, oh, so, we oh my yeah. God. So, and I, I, you know, I didn't even pay any attention to them, but I did spend the next half hour of my walk Thinking what I would have said and should have said and want to go back and say. Uh, did you have the argument fu- in the shower like everyone else does? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you bitch. Yeah. 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 Well, you bitch. Yeah, no, I was like, no, my what do you walk, obey? My whole walk, I was fucking like, losers? Yeah. yeah. Fucking losers we sandwich? Obey the law? Well, we mind our business. How about that? How yeah. about that, old lady? The longer you wait oh, out you here, we mind corona. our business. How do you like that? You would have showed her. Yeah, what, all right, let's, the let's, whole, let's, Jordan probably was like, why is he so quiet? Because the next half hour of that walk, it's like, fucking old bitch. Fucking. It's like that meme. Of the couple in bed where the girl's like, he's probably thinking of other girls. Yeah. And you're like, what would I have said to that old bitty? Yeah. So, yeah. It, was, it was an older I woman mind, and a younger woman. Yeah, I mind my. No, my number business. one answer was, we mind our own business. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that, that was my was, number well, one. Because it was like, she, I, I played it all off and I was aggressive, like, yeah, we, you know, I was like being real mean about it in my mind. Then I, I realized that the best answer would have been, we mind our own business. Because it would have been like, ooh. I think I got one. Repeat what they said. We obey the law. I would have turned around and and looked at her and went, the law. <laughs> <laughs> the the law. law. Or how about reminds, a double five? <laughs> did you ever see Did you ever see Green Hornet yeah. with Seth Rogen? Yeah. yeah. No. Know what he should have done? He should have done. Yeah. You want Reggie Spot. to get in on your mama? <laughs> he should have went. Reggie should have been like, your mama's so fat. <laughs> Every time she turns around, it's her birthday. Oh, ah, you, ah, ah. oh you gonna sell Reggie? And did the Reggie? I should have ah, ah, ah. went Reggie. Ah, ah, ah. Double fist in it, air, oh. air pumping it. But uh, you know, I, I, I came to the assessment that my number one answer would have been, "We obey the law." Oh yeah, well we mind our own business. We Old obey hag. the law. The law. But I, I didn't. I swear to you, didn't hear it. But it did bother me. I should have went all Reggie. Oh, on. Hey, he's, he's show is animated. <laughs> he should have went Reggie. What's up? Oh, oh, what's up? Hey! Women be shopping, baby. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You know what they do? Women be shopping. Hey, you can't stop a woman from shopping.
That's true. Women do shop. Women do shop. Go in when he's like, Richie, gonna go in on your mama. Yeah, you. I should have fucking went in on her mama. Speaking up, like, yo, but what, what? possesses someone to speak their mind like that. Yo, I could have been having a bad day and I could have heard that shit. And I could have been like, what? You old nasty crusty bitch. You're like, why are you bothering me? Mind your business. Mind your motherfucking business. Honestly, you know what I don't do? I don't see people like, you know, just living their life and then like call out their shit just because I'm giving commentary. What if someone mind your business? What if some, someone had a McDonald's cup and just dropped it in the street? Would you be How like, fucking different is that? No, but would you be like, yo, pick up your shit? That's that's fair. If this is my community, you coming here and littering, that's not cool. They're, but they're, there's a way about it. Like, yo. This is Highland Park. We obey the law. It's our community. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even hear him. Like, if you're going to speak uh, up, fucking say. You know what? People in L.A. Jordan, way, Jordan. People in L.A. are the biggest pussies when it comes to traffic-y situations. I'll give you a few of these that Kavino speaks of. If you illegally cross the street, you're right. You're going to get a snide comment from some yeah, hipster. Yeah, but I was having a good... I was, like, enjoying myself. You know, I was but walking on sunshine. I, I was feeling good. Like, get, mind your business, you old fucking miserable hag. Let me... Let me... Let me... Let me paint a picture of another thing where people will flail their, their arms at you and you're like, are you serious? You're in a car in the right lane. You're making a right-hand turn in the right lane, right? Onto another street. Someone could be crossing that street, but like all the way on the other side, and you realize that like you could make that turn six times by the time they cross across oh, yeah. like where you are, and you're like, well, I'll, I'll turn real quick now. They flail like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, the cross oh, yeah, yeah, they do. You're like, oh, wait, so I was supposed to wait, and people do in LA. People will wait for that person to walk. The whole Home crosswalk yeah. before they make that right. Something else in LA that drives me nuts, driving spot. If you're in the Scare left lane, your if you're going to make <laughs> a left-hand turn. Oh, no one inches forward? No one inches into the intersection because I feel like this. The minute that light turns red, you should at least have three cars able to yeah. do the, yeah. last, the boom, last second. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah, yeah. Someone will, someone will stay in the left-hand turn lane Stupid. and give themselves the, the only opportunity to make that left. you got to go way into that intersection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Giving the one or even two cars behind you Preach. the opportunity. Amen, brother. Yes, Pastor. That is that drives me insane. Every day on Highland Spot, same thing. I'm like I, he does make a point. I got he flipped does. off today. Yeah, I hate driving that. here. Driving. Oh, here. oh. did you? Yeah, I did. You flip them back. Well, my windows are very tinted, so you cannot see in my he's, car. He's, it's illegal. He spent the um, next half hour oh. thinking about what he was going to say if he ever saw that guy. <laughs> I did. I was like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> You're like, sorry. But he was going slow, so I like put the, uh, what's those, like the headlights? The headlights? I like flipped it on him. What's uh, the, the bright light? Yeah, the bright light. Light. The, the bright the yeah. So for like the next five minutes, I was behind him, and he kept like breaking as if I was going to like run into the oh, back of Oh, he had some road rage. By the way, you guys gave every name except for high beams. Oh, <laughs> that's right. No, no, no. The bright lights, the, headlights. Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, the bright, the brighties, flashies. <laughs> no, the uh, <laughs> high beams the is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good so brighties. That, that that that's it, man. That's on my mind. Those, those are the things that are on my mind. You know what? It's uh, <laughs> the, the truest fact though is you'll get loud or not depending on who the person is. Oh yeah. Like you won't yell at an old person. Mm-hmm. You won't yell at someone you think will whoop your ass. I'll yell at old people. But you'll yell at someone. Oh, you'll get loud with someone in traffic if you are in complete physical control of the situation. <laughs> like if it's some like nerdy dude, you'd be like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, loser. I did have a moment of rage the other day, too, oh, where I thought, Ew. where I understood how people react. 
I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying I understood. Like I saw, I'm not going to justify this. I saw this piece of shit clip. It was from L.A. It was Road Rage where some guy was like, like uh, crashing into another car. He was ramming into the car. Oh, a white saw truck, yeah. A white, oh, yeah, a white BMW into a truck. I saw the same thing. It was, did you see it? It kind of went viral in L.A. It was a road rage scenario. I'm like, what a fucking piece of shit. At which point do you commit and you're like, I'm doing this. Right. <laughs> it was like one of those uh, video games, those monster truck games. Yeah. And I was driving home from your house, Rich, after the show. And you know the CVS? To the right by Party City? Yes. Oh, right by, oh, by, Marie, Ven- Ca- by Marie Calendars? <laughs> yeah. On Ventura Boulevard. Yeah. Where I, I, I always tease Jordan, that's where we got it on. It's oh. like, we did not. Like, yeah, we did. Where, Marie Calendars? No, in that parking lot. <laughs> oh. Because I remember being there like, where you first started dating. Oh, you parked in there? Oh, you parked? I remember. No, what? I remember being You went parking with Jordan? Whoa. Never, never. Oh, oh, at the CVS parking lot. I was there lot. at the CVS, and we went. Wow, I remember frisky. Like, giving her a kiss yeah, that To get Magnum. Yeah, yeah bro. To my monster dong. No, he did it. Whoa, like, yeah, whoops. Did. Whoa. I was like, how does that feel? Party City. Um, She goes, so anyway, I'm driving past that Party City in CVS. And hey, Jordan, take a look. Some fucking Stop guy. It. Some guy. No, no, no. It's just oh, me. I'm leaving. Soon, I dropped my monster condom <laughs> that I used for my Magnum Dom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving past that parking lot after leaving your house, Rich, for work. Yeah. And some guy without any regard. No regard. No regard. Without any care whatsoever. Uh, comes shooting out, bro. Like shooting out. Right when I'm going past him. So Whoa. I just missed this guy. Sounds like Archie Social. Right? Meep, meep. Guy stops. I have to pull a full-on swerve stop in the middle of Ventura. Fuck. I didn't even tell you guys about this because I'm alive and it's all good. But I did the fucking, you motherfuck, ready to get out of my car and bash on this guy's windshield. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to scream at this guy, regardless of his size and who he was. Should have punched a hole like, in his I'm hood. someone's dad, you motherfucker. You almost killed me. You know, he could have killed me, ruined everyone, ruined the show, ruined my fucking daughter's life, ruined everybody. He was this close, this close to crashing into this guy because he was a jerk off and just came straight out with no regard. And I know your immediate default is to think, well, what was I doing wrong? No, no, no. I was paying close attention to what was going on. My thought is- I couldn't believe this guy just cut me off so blatant and blunt and almost could have killed me if I just wasn't paying attention in that moment. Do you react differently based on apathy or apologies? Because I do. If someone were to do that and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had a- Oh, fuck, I had dude, a stare so- off if this I, guy. If this, person, if this person did that and then no regard- I would have been mad. Now, if it was like an older person, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I I would have been like, oh, geez, be yeah. careful, lady. Relax. Like, I was, uh, I was pounding. And by the time I got home, I, you know, I was like, Jordan, I almost fucking died. I was walking back from the supermarket the other day, walking with my groceries, minding my business, walking down the street. And along the main road, which is Hazeltine, Rich, just to set the scene, way, there's yeah, a couple, yeah. not, not driveways, but almost alleyways that go from street to street. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Behind those apartments. Behind like those apartments, yeah. yeah. So I was walking, and I saw someone coming, but I'm like, they're going to stop because they see me walking. They did not stop. They almost hit me. And they screeched to a halt almost 
like nicking my leg, oh. and I'm just like, I eh, just kept. Going. I'm like, Ooh. wait, I think I, I, I did saw the you. Little... Were you in the Were you in the hood of their car like the grandma and uh, Happy Gilmore? Yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> no, I did a little side shuffle almost to avoid it. No, and then they stopped and they but they rolled down the window and they screamed like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, ah, don't worry about you, it. You know what's a really dangerous line. exit? I'm not even joking. Our building Your here. Butt? Oh. Our building here it is. is oh, up. you have to. There's a, guard, there's a guard downstairs, and a lot of times I look to him because he's no, guard. because he's sitting down there, and a lot of times he'll give me the little like, "Come on" or whatever. Because right, you there's the, you can't even the sidewalk is right where the walls end. Yeah, you have to creep. I I learned my lesson very early on. You have to come to a complete stop before the opening. Oh, is it when you ran over that old lady? When I ran over that old lady. Yeah. <laughs> and she jumped on my hood. You just have to creep forward and look both ways and let people know you're coming out. A lot of That's why a lot of garages, if you ever walk by them, have that to let you know someone's coming out. Yeah. But uh, to wrap up my, my last thought here is I could see where people lose it in a fit of rage in that moment because I was I, I my instinct was to almost get out of the car and just to bang on this motherfucker's window and then I thought of the repercussions I'm like yeah yeah people, the guy could have pulled the gun out like who the fuck knows what could have happened yeah, people are crazy. but he deserved it man like that shit was real could have killed me dude people drive aggressively on the east coast and I do like it because it's uh, as Spot likes to say it is a it is a calculated aggressive driving now what I find fascinating out here in LA is that people really drive a completely different style. And I never thought that was possible when people say, oh, this type of driver, this type of driver. L.A. drivers- I drive kick your ass style now. LA, as, as Reggie would say, kick your ass style. L.A. drivers don't even give you the courtesy wave when you let them cut in. I've noticed that more than any other city. You could let someone merge in or cut in front of you, and no one gives you the little how-do-you-do wave in the rear view. How it drives me insane. You it's, like when you, it's like when you hold the door open for someone, and they don't say, oh, thanks. Should there All be a little? Want. Should a car have a little like button that you press to, that, that gives them a little how-do-you-do, like a little light? Like or, a, no, or a different like a, horn sound. Yeah. Like yeah. Instead of like, eh, eh, it should be like, boop, boop. Like, I don't know, like some little, like, thank you. Or just like a little flash of, like, uh, boop, boop. like pink light, like friendly light. Hey, yeah, thanks. Like, oh, a, thanks. Little, a, little, a little button on, you, yeah. on your steering wheel that will have a little light flash in your back. I'm like, surprised we don't have that. Just the acknowledgement of, like, thanks, buddy. Thanks. Boop, boop. Yeah. You know, I bloop. appreciate it. Bloop. Bloop. I appreciate it. You don't bloop. get it. You're not getting bloop, it. Bloop. You're not getting bloop. it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Like Larry David. Bloop, I bloop, bloop. Hey. I appreciate hey. it. Hey. <laughs> you know what I really appreciate if you, uh, Oh, if you appreciate well, if you appreciate it. By the way, I thought that was uh, a really good sort of take on the word appreciate because people use the word appreciate as if it gives you some sort of freedom to take advantage. Yeah. Just so you know, I appreciate it. It does lose its value. It does because- And we of, all think, abuse think it. Think of asking someone to do something for you. Hey, Archie, do you mind running uh, this errand for me? Could you go pick up Spot's uh, Harry Potter costume? <laughs> Hey Archie, dude, I really appreciate it if you like. Or when Rich cuts through traffic, he looks at the person he's like, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, thanks. That's a big thanks. one. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm really running late for I'm work. Really, really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Oh, okay then. So yeah, you could cut <laughs> me in traffic as long as you really appreciate it. I get it. All right. So eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. Gonna take a few more phone calls. Oh. We are live Friday the thirteenth. By the way, you're right. I agree with Marlon on Long Island, uh, saying an apology statement or a gesture diffuses 95% of these situations. All people want, if you bump into some jerk off at a club, if you 
cut off someone in traffic, if you bump into someone on the road, a little, oh, pardon me, excuse me, hey, sorry, my bad, that would diffuse so much of it. Excuse but me. people's egos, and I don't know what it excuse is. Excuse me. You're right. If that guy, whoever cut you off last night. <laughs> By the way, me. and when you when you apologize, if you apologize and they don't take that apology, I'm amping my shit up. Yep. I'm going hard. <laughs> no, it's true, man. Like that guy could have been like, "Yo, I am so sorry." You know, gave me the gesture of like, "Whoa, I, what was I thinking?" My, you know, at least it gives you that feeling of, "Jeez, be careful next time." But when you don't even get that, it's it's aggravating. When you're waiting for a pedestrian to cross, and then want to at least do the courtesy fake jog, does mm-hmm. that bother you too? Yeah, all those things bother me. Like the super slow walker. Yeah, be better people. Jason, Minnesota, you're on the show. Hey guys, yeah. So I'm a truck driver. Um, I'm actually surprised how many times like I'll just get angry at somebody, and but then they'll they'll drive up and give me a little wave. You know, I'm a little, I'm sorry and stuff like that. But also, I have to drive in and out of warehouses a lot of time, and sometimes even if there isn't a sign, I'll honk my horn just to let people know that I'm coming in. And then the other thing too is if another truck wants to merge in front of us, we'll either flash our lights or kill our headlights. That lets them know they can merge, and then there's also a button that'll kill your trailer lights that they'll flash saying thank you. So I guess if you're in a car, you could just hit your hazards. That's your little how do you do thank well, you. No, we're going to invent it. We're, it's it's going to be more popular than the uh-huh. uh, the app that Larry David and Leon created. Got to go. I will go. buy it. Yeah. I will buy it. Spot. It's going to be a little light. <laughs> you know Uber and Lyft have their little lights in their window, like yeah. the little yeah. Thing. yeah yeah. You just need a little Thanks, blue, a little blue one in the back in the back wind in the back. Uh, Windshield. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm so surprised. Oh, no, connected to a little button. It's yeah. the courtesy, like, if you see it go, blink twice, like, boop, boop. You know what the, that means? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Dude. What do you mean? I already said it. That's not a surprise. No, we don't have it. it. Pent it. You can't patent it. I just said it. No, pent it. As and, a show? And bring, and bring it to the t- the sharks? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I heard. I what, are heard call what are we going to call it? I heard Damon John. It might have been a replay or a live. We're call it the Blinkaroo? Friendly thanks. Friendly, no. Friendly Blinkaroo. No, because but you don't want to confuse it with your blinker. I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. How do you do? <laughs> How do you do? The uh, hmm. put that. Put think about it. I'll think about it. Damon John was on Jim and Sam, and I happened to be flipping through a herd there for a second. Do you know that Bombus, who we do commercials for, is considered? Is that the most successful Shark Tank idea ever? The socks. Yes. Wow. Uh, it was the Scrub Daddy. But I think Bombus socks. Yeah. Bombus socks. You know why? Because enough people don't scrub their asshole. I know. I use it to scrub my asshole. Yeah. That's not what it's You know, for, it though. has a happy face. My, the one I use has a frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> when you're done with it. Yeah. Start it with a happy face. Start it with a happy face. <laughs> scrub that. It's like, whoa. That's what I scrub this my asshole with. No, this isn't what I was intended for. No. Jordan's like, where's the scrub daddy? I'm like, oh, no I left way. it in the bathroom. For what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that used to be your nickname, right? Because you just suds up boobies in the shower Scrub all the time. Daddy. Love that. Girls' boobs are always yeah, clean. the cleanest part of their body in a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bombus is Wash your, uh, is wash your hands like Kavino watched boobies in, but, the, but in the 2000s. Of the Shark Tank idea spot, um, the number one idea that has made them the most money is Bombus socks. And the one Do you they know passed that they, on. Oh, yeah. I was, was going to ask Spot if you knew. Do you know what Shark Tank passed on completely? Uh, the biggest... Company that they passed on. Oh yeah, because they, sold they, for billions. Because think about it, they've two they've, billion is sold. They've for. had bottle. They've had they've had wine. Oh, they've had all fun devices. Shark Tank has created so many great opportunities for entrepreneurs and money for themselves. What did they pass on? The My Pillow. No. 
Ring doorbell. Oh yeah, which I, sold yeah. for two billion. Yeah, to Amazon or something. Yeah. Crazy. That's amazing, right? Yeah, I love Shark Tank. Uh, maybe we could uh, patent this light. Yeah. The, How do you do? The the, the traffic courtesy lamp. The, the blinky. Thank you. Yep. The blinky. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, blanks. Blanks. Like blinky. Like, thanks. Blank. Blanks. No, no, it doesn't work now. Uh, let's talk to a think few people you. as we wrap this day yeah. up. Friday, excited for the weekend. By the way, if you watch our TV show, there was no TV show last night or tonight. Our TV show, Now or Never. But if you missed any of our shows this week, catch them on the ESPN yeah. app. Oh. If you missed any of our radio shows this week, new videos posted on the daily, everything on the Sirius 6M app on demand. Please uh, sp- spread the word on our show, not germs and diseases. I know we uh, we want to take these calls, but something to remember for Monday. I want to discuss, do you think the degenerates of society, like I'm talking like the hobos and the jerk-offs and the assholes and the people that have nothing going on are rooting against society right now? Yes. Like they get some joy out of it? Yeah, because every time there's like a zombie or apocalypse movie, guess who's like the who does well? It's like the person that in real life was like, um, like they're almost closer to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right, let's go to Jeremy. Have time for like one call. Make it quick. Jer- yeah, Jeremy, what's up, bud? Hey, bud. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I know that other guy already said it about the uh, truckers, but it's kind of like an inside deal that if you once you uh, once you do it with the truckers, you give them the hat, the flash your high beams at them when you know they're wanting to get over. You get this sweet little thank you back whenever they blink their lights back at you, and you feel like you're part of their. Uh, you feel like the bandit. You're, you're in the, the convoy. The blinky. Yeah, you're in the convoy. Who would have th- we would have th- you know radio TV? Nope, we're making our millions and billions with the blinky. Oh, for the blinky, thank you. The blinky, thank you. Playing. You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24/7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.